to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and oh yeah, we also give our honest and fair reviews of all the hottest games. In episode 127, the Punchboarders review Barcelona, we talk about some recent plays, and then... We do other stuff. I don't even know what else we're doing. It's going to be crazy. Who it's, knows what we're going to do? Know. Hey, you know what? It's just time to change it up a little That's bit. Right, you know, right. I, every time I got to be different. Okay. Hey, yeah. I'm Clef. Hey, I'm Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Richie. And to start, <laughs> I'm going to use my I'm going to use my curse word finally. Ooh. Whoa! A big f- you to, to wow. Chad. Wow! What? Because yes, he was, I know what this f- you is for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was right again. I know. Marvel Champions is a fantastic game, Chad. <laughs> oh, so good. I mean, I don't know that. Because <laughs> no, I know, yeah, I know you don't know that. And you'll never know that. And that's no, fine. No, I will not. <laughs> that's the angriest thank you for, uh, for <laughs> that I've gotten in a well, long Well, it also time. did cost me. I mean, I, I spent less than, you know, everyone else getting into the game. But, yeah. you know, I probably will end up buying everything. So it cost me a fair bit of money. So <laughs> Wow. I figured you'd like it just because the hand, no, it, the hand management great is great. And yeah. I, I still don't like Marvel. So yeah. that says a lot right there as well. Yeah. So it's a, yeah. it's a very good game. Now, wow. do you think it's but, something that Knox would play? I, I Yeah, I think he would actually okay. enjoy it. And he, he asked because I was uh, playing a solo game. He yep. came down and he, he asked about it. Um, it's a lot of text on there for him. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, reading is not great. For, you know. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> it's still that's early right. for him. But, yeah. uh, sure. uh, but sure. we're getting there. So yeah. I think once... You know, once he can get down the text, I think he'd be fine. And yeah. that's a good incentive for him sometimes, too. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But, uh, so, but yeah, it, it's fantastic. So you bought, uh, we know you bought a, a bunch of stuff. And I want to hear about uh, Seamount Expo, too, because this is kind of what you did. But Do you? Well, <laughs> maybe not. I don't want to hear about the hotel room you played <laughs> Marvel Champions. That, I mean, that was, the, that was the highlight of the con. So that says a lot right there. <laughs> the hotel yeah. and uh, Marvel, you know, buying Marvel Champions. They did have 50% off. It was at the Game Center, yeah, uh, uh, which is just basically right outside of Minneapolis. And this was their kind of like their big comeback because I, I don't think they've really been at cons here recently like as far as having like a big booth presence as they have in the past uh and then the last uh CMON con was in and i i hate i'll get into that later and <laughs> wow <laughs> he's saucy tonight. i like it i, I like it, it. i did forget we were recording so i was this is all you know this is normal richie yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> peek behind the curtains here. <laughs> right um so the last one was in 2019 tickets were 100 bucks for this one and they're known for their their swag bag every year there's a big video that shows off their swag bag the last one was in 2019 and it had potion explosion um and like two other full-size games not i mean not necessarily games that i want or you know because i've had i've bought and sold potion explosion but it's still it's a it's a full retail game that people like sure mm-hmm. you know. yeah so 100 bucks and they said on the little when you when we bought our tickets that it, the swag bag was going to have about 150 dollars worth of goods in it mm. Mm. Now, Clef saw the, the size of the bag. I did. It was a big. It's a gigantic bag, which also made it even worse. Yeah. The fact that there was one, no game in there at all. There's absolutely no games. Right. There's only two minis in there for, an, you know, for a company that's called Cool Mini or not. Yeah. Now, see, we got the or not part. Yeah, we got the or not part. <laughs> <laughs> we had two minis 
Ar- from Arcadia Quest, which obviously, I mean, that's game's been out. And that was also in the the 2019 bag. This is also, which was so terrible, is that you could go back and look at all the other bags. So two Arcadia Quest minis, which were in, they had, you got 10 Arcadia Quest minis in the last bag. So this was just leftover minis Some, that they just threw yeah. in there. Mm. Uh, a Gizmo promo, which was in the 2019 bag. And then there was this big box, big black box that had Zombicide uh, 10th anniversary. And we're like, all right, well, maybe that's something. But then you look at the back of the box. <laughs> it's stickers, five disposable masks, <laughs> and a thousand piece puzzle. <laughs> wait, though. Wait, though. Th- we're talking about like, this isn't like cool Halloween masks. This is like, no, 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 no. This is COVID, COVID mask. mask. Yes. <laughs> COVID mask. No one was wearing a mask at the con. <laughs> <laughs> it made no sense. Yeah. And then uh, a lanyard, even though we didn't get badges for the con, we paid a hundred dollars. didn't even have, uh, you know, the, the badge that with your name on it. We don't and need s- no stinking badges. <laughs> we do. We do this. You did get a lanyard, but they just gave you the game center day pass. So I could have just showed up and just <laughs> bought a $5 day pass and gotten in. Oh my God. Um, and then what else? There's wow. some comic books in there. Uh, garbage. It was just all garbage. There's uh, and then actually, we got lucky because uh, one of our friends was buying someone else's swag bag, and we were picking it up, and we saw in their bag that they had uh, Marvel United promos, and we didn't have those in our bags. Uh, so we we did eventually get those. Well, Josh didn't because he messed up, but <laughs> <laughs> I got <Okay>. mine, <laughs> and. Uh, it was it was a very underwhelming con. They also didn't have that many games. It was basically it was a song and ice uh, tournament. That miniature like skirmish armies game, yeah, right? The, yeah. I think of it's based on Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was basically that happening in uh, one big gigantic room, and then there were maybe like eight tables set up for the rest of the con. And I think wow. they, they limited the tickets to 25 or I'm not 25. They limited the tickets to 250 people. Uh, I would say maybe 50 people were at the con. Wow. They closed down every night around eight. Wow. But you could still sit there and game if you wanted to till 10. I don't know why you would. <laughs> and then, yeah, they just the random fairy tale end they had there. That was a surprise. But that came out in 2017. Like they didn't have. They had Richard Lanius was there teaching uh, Death May Die, Cthulhu Death May Die, like a special scenario. That he that he invented for it or designed yes. for it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but that was, you had to sign up for that. That was completely filled day one. Uh, and then they didn't have any other, because that was actually one game that I wanted to try while I was there, was Cthulhu Death May Die. That was the, that was the only copy they had. <laughs> Sorry. On demo. <laughs> wow. It was bad. Uh, no wonder Marvel Champions yeah. was the highlight of your weekend. Marvel Champions, <laughs> playing play Marvel Champions back at the hotel with Josh was the highlight of the weekend. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, hey, next year, because it, it was in Minneapolis, right? Yes. Yeah. So next year, I mean, like in Minneapolis, they also have the Con of Heroes, which is like just a Marvel Champions Con. And so, you know, that might be better because yeah. they actually, right. one of the things they do is they... Uh, I think last year they actually designed a whole scenario and gave okay. it away. So. Well, yeah, I, I would much rather have gone to that. Yeah. And then on top of it, they didn't even have, because another thing, I, I just got to throw Wait. this in there. I, 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 I got to keep going. This <laughs> was a like terrible you. con. This is how bad this con was. The last thing I'll, I'll bring up, I, I do have a, more stuff, but we won't get into it. <laughs> let, let it off. Get it off your chest, buddy. Get it off your chest. The last thing was, you know, I wanted to buy like Kickstarter exclusive 
promo because they always have those at their booths usually. Yeah. They didn't have a storefront, nothing. You couldn't buy anything other than what you could buy at the Games Hunter, which is the old uh, Fantasy Flight uh, mm. game store that's in Minneapolis, right across from the Asmodee headquarters. Uh, so yeah, that was it. That was terrible. It was terrible. Now, wow. did you have a, like? Did you have people? Because supposedly they don't go by Simon anymore, right? Like, don't they want you to call them Come On or something like that now? It's all terrible. But I'm just I, saying, did who, anybody who, walk around getting pissed off that you're saying Simon <laughs> over and over? I, well, if no, you said I cool mini or not, you'd be like arrested or yeah, something. There's right? barely <laughs> anyone there. And then uh, just whoever set up the con, they should be fired. And I don't <laughs> usually like to call for people's heads and don't want to provide for the family. But this person should not be able to provide for the family. <laughs> the <laughs> Maybe they should be able to provide for the family. I'll take that back. Like I said, I wasn't planning on recording tonight. <laughs> the... <laughs> They should not. They should never run a con again. Whoever set this up, okay. And then whoever changed the, because I get that cool mini or not doesn't really roll off the tongue. And Simon looks better on there, but come on, Simon, all those, they, it all makes you think of a bodily fluid that I don't know why you would want your company associated with that. Yeah. But wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. How all right. Steam con though. All right, everybody, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear one one quick thing. Yes. Okay, so what right now, based on what you have, what's your favorite uh, Marvel champion to play with, real quick? Oh, um, I like I really like Wasp. Uh, I've only yeah. played with about six, I think, so far. But sure. she was my favorite. Yeah. I like the I like going big. Yep. I like just the and... the three different. Yep. <laughs> Left taking a nap. Yep. I like the I like the uh, the different forms you can go into. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, and when you, if you, you get into making your own decks. She has got some fun stuff you can build. Uh, so far, I've just been whatever that site is. Right. I've just been taking other oh, people's Oh, taking them right off of. Yeah. 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 yeah neck yeah. decking off of Marble DB. Sorting and storing that is a, a yeah. B. I got to talk yeah. to you about that. Okay. Later. We'll talk. Uh, there, you know what? There's a whole channel on our on our <laughs> Discord. There is. Our Discord. There is. <laughs> I had to yell at Chad the other day because he was talking about did, it on the did. not on that channel. Yeah. <laughs> hey, somebody asked me questions about my plays. <laughs> that is true. It was related to yeah. something that yeah, was in the channel. Nah, yeah, uh, real quick, before we go into the question you just asked, though, um, you know what is coming out though next week? I believe that is kind of cool for me. It's uh, Magic: The Gathering. Oh, the Doctor Who set. Ooh, yeah. So anybody out there that's a big... Are you, uh, you're getting back in? Uh, no, but... <laughs> um, well, for one thing, I looked. Uh, I was looking at it with my, my kid, you know, and he's big into magic and obviously big into Doctor Who. And they're just coming... I guess these are just going to be Commander decks, which okay. Commander is my least like. favorite form of magic. But um, so you don't... Well, it's not just like booster packs or whatever. Um, and like I saw the prices was like... $300 for like four of these commander decks Oof. or something. I was like, holy wow. It's one greedy. I mean, but yeah. uh, the, the, <laughs> that is true. Uh, the art looks amazing. I mean, I've seen some of the like the, the cards yeah. and uh, some of it just looks just so cool. And obviously, if you're a big fan of the show, like a lot of the cool little things that are in there, it's just, it looks awesome. I just love that. You've always like almost uh, immediately from magic you've always been really into the art of the cards like from the get-go which is which is great yeah I mean, it's, well the funny i mean how i got into magic the gathering yeah. was because my wife's cousin did art and that's she wanted to go buy the cards for the art and that's how i got into it so, so yeah, really it's so. your wife's fault that you're in board games 
Yeah, absolutely. 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should be selling cool. all of her favorite board games. Well, <laughs> and I will continue to do that. <laughs> She's probably okay with it after greed. That's <laughs> yeah, true. <clears throat> um, but in answer to your question, yes, Age of Steam Con. I yes. Um, let's see. So if if Simon uh, was like a what a one, would you give it a one out of ten? Zero. Zero out Oof, of ten. Yeah. Age of Steam Con is like a. 15 out of 10? It was pretty darn good. I mean, yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that. It's awesome. It was good. Uh, I mean, obviously, you've been... Yes, yes, You yes, know, yes. the new venue is mm-hmm. tremendous. Mm-hmm. It's it's very large. It's got large, uh, high ceilings. Now, did you guys stay uh, there, or did you get an Airbnb again? Uh, we stayed there. Okay. We stayed there, stayed which site. was nice, because you could just kind of game all night, and then right. just walk to your room, probably your room. 100 yeah. yards, and most of it was inside nice. to get to yeah. get to it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so great venue. As always, they do a great job with. Uh, now, they didn't have you know the board game tables tables because they didn't need them because the other venue you know they didn't mm. have any tables. But still, you had them. You know, he put out the mats and everything. So I mean, everything was just perfect. The only time that it was a problem that we didn't have a board game table was when Michelle was rolling the over large dice. Yes, she was having some problems. <laughs> problems keeping them on the table? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Even she like got a box lid. It was like rolling a box. Couldn't even keep in the box lid. Finally, we had to take her down to three dice at a time. She could not roll all six because it was not working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was it, it was really nice. I actually, I think there was even a skylight in that high ceilinged main room that we were in, which was nice too. Just it a was, little bit. I like the light. It gave good light. Obviously, I'm being biased here. Mm-hmm. I like the PPCon setup a little bit better because it has all the windows there, yeah. so all that natural light comes yeah. in. Um, but, I mean, it still was very oh, nice yeah. and a big upgrade from the last place. I mean, they, the only negative, every so often, you'd have to go volunteer to go get all the food that Kay was making and bringing it. Says but then, the guy but then you that, get to see the food yeah, first. But this, says, this is from the guy that went maybe once during the whole weekend and carried zero things. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't worry too much about that. But, I was just saying for the other people. <laughs> hey, and honestly, like that was what I was just going to say, though, is that PPCon doesn't yet have a K. No, and no, no, Kay, no. Yeah, we do I mean, need one now. It yeah. was amazing because yeah. I think she... I mean, like even more Are than fly, la- just bring her in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even more than last year. I feel like uh, you know, and I don't have a lot to compare to. She just like poured it on. I mean, oh. there was one day where it was just all these pies, and every single mm. one was like so amazing. It was just ugh, it was so yeah. good. Let me let me tell you about the uh, <laughs> the, the German, German loaf. loaf day. Okay, uh, so. Obviously, there's food, and I go over there, and and Tim and I were looking at the food, and I there's like this German loaf thing, and I'm like, oh, that looks good. So we each take a piece, and it was like had some like I don't know some ham and different stuff in the Swiss, middle of it, like, yeah, some cheese, but the bread was like this like sweet tasting like really rich good bread, and I ate one of those, and for some reason then I ate another one, and then I ate another one. That was a mistake. <laughs> About 20 minutes later, I was like in a haze. Like I was hurting so bad because I was like, I just got German loafed. <laughs> Richie, <laughs> Richie, he blamed about two or three losses on German. Loaf. Oh, there's no doubt about it. I was like, at some point, I think Tim looked over at me. and was like, you okay, buddy? And I was like, I am, I am hurting. I mean, I like, Don't eat three pieces of German loaf. Okay. <laughs> on the plus side, on the plus side, I, 
uh, Clef has inspired me to try to design my own map with a key uh, auction um, <laughs> special action component. Could you guess what Chad's special action would be? What Chad would like in a game? No, this isn't this isn't oh. me. It was based on what you were doing well, at the table, basically. Okay. Well, yes. <laughs> so this is a special action in yeah that Asia you would D? that you would bid bid for basically. Is this related to German loaf? Uh, no, like a, a well, cattle prod to wake him up. I mean, Clef, Clef would say, really, what it is is just moving the round marker up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make the game yes. shorter. Yeah. Uh, I'm losing. <laughs> I'm done yeah. <laughs> well, there you just go bankrupt if you want out. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, that's hard to do unless you really, I mean, well, I, I <laughs> yeah, he's looking at me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how hard, um, but, uh, so, I mean, I guess we'll just talk. So we started oh. off, uh, Thursday night. Uh, I know you got in a game of, uh, top. Yep. The uh, old Prince 1871 yep. with, uh, with Jack and, uh, a new friend, uh, and a domer Seth. Seth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was great. Uh, I, I, Jack was coming from Boston, so uh, we hooked up early and was like, "I know you're get down for 18xx, so let's let's play." So that was great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I got to do a little five player game of Greed Inc. This is kind of nice. a pre, you know, Age of Steam yeah, night, so you're pre-game. able to kind of play yeah. a little things. So I will not- just say real quick: oh. if I end up liking 18xx, I'll never let you know. <laughs> never. <laughs> I've also far only one game. <laughs> do I one map? No, yeah, I, I understand. Really I'm like- just I'm just letting him know he'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it to my grave. If for some reason I ever start liking Marvel Champions, he will never know. Yeah, I yeah. will never admit that to anybody. <laughs> Has anybody seen Clever Richie? <laughs> They're in different closets. One of them's playing Marvel Champions. What have you been playing lately? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, Nothing at all. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, we did so. Yes, you can't talk about 18xx outside of Thursday. Was it Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday yes, night. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so yeah. we we had some fun there. Uh, played some trick takers in between too, but yeah. a lot of good maps were played too. Uh, yeah, but uh, so real quick, let me on Thursday then also got a chance to play um, a game that I've played once. Now I've played it twice. Mm-hmm. I still don't feel like I've even come close to playing it because I don't understand it. Oh yes, and that is uh, Fresh Fish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I still haven't played that. Um, really, neither have I. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. So here's how this game goes, all right? So our good friend James from Dads on a Map says, you know, hey, you guys want to play, you know, something? We're like, okay. And he's like, uh, and Joe Farrell had been asking, he'd been like, I want to try fresh fish. So he's like, yeah, let's do fresh fish. So we did five player. And um, so as we're playing it, you're supposed to be putting these discs out on the board and you're trying to make the shortest routes between your uh, ice cream and whatever fish and these different things to the, I don't know, to, to the grocery store. I don't even remember what it is, but you're trying to make the shortest routes between these two things, but you put your discs out there. And if at any point, one of those spots becomes a road because all things have to have a road that lead out of them. Whenever you put a disc out there, if it becomes that, then your disc gets removed and you put a road out there. Okay. Part of the meanness or the fun of the game is trying to trap somebody into where then they have to get stuck with their disc coming off and not getting anything and just make it into a road, right? Well, we start off and we place like three discs to start with or something. I think this was one of their special rules that you do this. So we place three discs. So about two rounds in, nothing's <laughs> really happened. And all of a sudden, James and Tim look at each other and they go, oh, you know what? That's got to be a road. <laughs> right where my disc is. Nothing's happened. <laughs> They're just like, oh, yeah, that's got to be a road. Here comes one of my discs off. Another round later. Oh, you know what? 
I forgot that's got to be a road. <laughs> Once again, nothing's happened. So all I keep finding out is okay. I Your guess that was gone. So I just keep putting this out where there should have been a road. Uh, yeah, I let's just say I lost badly. Yeah, like completely <laughs> badly. Uh, I see there's a good game there. I just don't see it enough yet to quite. And this is a it. freedom and freeze. Yeah. Yes, yes. and yeah. I think <clears throat> with the exception of seeing. The rule expropriation, which is essentially what Clef mm-hmm. is talking about. It's called expropriation. Um, there's great interaction. The bidding mm-hmm. and stuff can be really tight mm-hmm. and fun. But just seeing that, it's it's like almost how we have talked about in the past to carry on that one rule of how you perform tricks yeah, yeah, and yeah. how wonky that is. This rule is really kind of wonky and hard to see. And so you hate to see that get in the in the middle of like you know, strategically stabbing each other, basically. Like, right. oh, oh, I just never sure. saw that. So I wish that that was easier, but I, I still really like the game. It's just you need to absolutely have a pro at yeah. the table that can see those things instantly and well to teach you it. Because even James says, you know, I'm not a Kyle who yeah. has the special variant rules, you know, like, uh, it, and it's hard. Like, it's nothing on James. It's just, it's really hard to see mm-hmm. unless you are, you really experienced. And to me, that doesn't necessarily make for a very good rule, but the game, the rest of the game itself is, is really fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely want to play it some more and, or at least play it where I halfway understand it. Cause I mean, it, it, I love the interaction. I mean, that right. is such yeah. a good part of that game. So yeah. Didn't, didn't Brent pick it up? Brent does own it. So okay. yes. Yeah, so I'm going to, Brent, Brent probably has no idea what expropriation is either, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, figuring it out would be good. That's yeah. That's the, that's the tough part, but yeah, but it was still great. So yeah. So then we went into the actual con. Um, I mean, well, hold on. I should say obviously before the con, I mean, I got my Jack in the box tacos. I just want that. Gross. To be known, gross. So. Yeah. They didn't look great. What? Yeah, are you kidding me? That picture looked delicious. <laughs> no. It looked better than they usually do, but it's still Jack in the box tacos. Oh my God. They were, they were fresh and amazing and they oh definitely weren't fresh. Oh, no. they were super fresh. <laughs> they definitely weren't fresh. They were great. Uh, so I got that. Then I got my amazing Rico's that night. And then I got the big biscuit in the morning. I just wanted to let everybody know. <laughs> Everybody's really food. worried yeah. about your food. Oh, and he's blaming man. German loaf over here. I know. <laughs> it's like, it might be dude, that I just ate yeah. too much food all weekend, but oh man, it was so good. Okay. Now we can talk about HST maps. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about, I, I think the very first game we played was, was that Rush Belt or was that Honey Bee Hive Mind? Uh, Honey Bee. We played Honey Bee Hive Mind. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Cause yes. hey, let me tell you about Honey Bee Hive Mind. We both got it as well because, um, uh, Joshua Acosta was there mm-hmm. with uh, he, Neon Comic Games is the one who publishes map, but this mm-hmm. is Josh's map. Anyway, I love this map. Like, but I will tell you, it was the hardest game to play first of the con because I was mm-hmm. exhausted. It feel it felt like one of those games. I don't know. Um, it, I sometimes feel that way when we play the what's the mayor one in New York where you're bumping people off and sending them back, like or Boss Tweet or whatever. Oh. Uh, uh, Tammany Hall. Yes. Yeah. I feel like sometimes in Tammany Hall, when I like am exhausted, just looking around the table, trying to fi- find out who's going to mess me up, like who's going to, because that's what this map is, because you're, you're bumblebees and you're mm-hmm. basically trying to deliver, but every yellow cube stays, it starts to go out from production and stays out. And there's a bunch on the map and worker bees, they're, they're dom- They're basically bees that won't let you uh, deliver through their cities, basically in the hive. Okay. And so you you cannot deliver. It makes it very difficult. But there is a special action that's called Waggle Dance, and you can pick up three cubes from anywhere on what your routes might be planned to be and distribute them into different 
cities. Mm. So it is direct, directly screwing somebody over. Um, or you can take the dominant uh, worker B action, which is, means you don't get affected at all. So those two actions get chosen a lot, but I'm telling you, there's so much sweating because you you cannot plan on what right. people are going to do to you. And you're just like, do they see this? Do they see what I'm trying to do? Are they, do they care enough about what I want to do next turn <laughs> that they're going to gonna specifically mess me up? And there's just so much of that. And uh, there's another map that kind of is reminiscent. That was one of the con maps of the year. Um, but I, I liked this even more just because it was so tense. Okay. So, How many players? Five. Five. five, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was good. It was because, uh, I mean, there's no yellow cities. So mm-hmm. the, when the yellow are out there, there's, they're, they're out, out there. there. Yeah. And at one point, I added up, and for me to get like a three delivery, it was going to cost me like $7. <laughs> it was just, it was brutal. I mean, I like it was, it. you know, the thing I think I liked about it the most is, and I like this about maps where there's an action that, becomes very important as the game goes on as, as opposed to, but even early as opposed to just, okay, it's either local or urbanization. No, it's like, there's something there that you're really willing and wanting to bid high for again, because I mean, the bids were like in the 10 to $12 range mm. for first place, because if you got the action where you got to move the cubes out of the way, or if you got the action where you didn't have to pay for yellow cubes, it was almost just as good. And then you got to go first. I mean, yep. it was, yeah. it was so strong. Uh, Especially at the end, where you've got like a potentially like what twenty two yellow cubes out yeah, on the board. Yeah, because they don't go anywhere. They <laughs> right. just keep getting at it. It's, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it yeah. Was really Richie, good. you will you'll right. like this map a lot. Who so, won the map? So, uh, not me. Was it Tim? I think it might have been Tim. Uh, yeah, I think Tim did win a yep. couple there yep. in, in a row early. Yeah, yep. I think I stopped playing with him after that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Joshua Costa map great, great, did map. great job, and Very cool. uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So, and I think I think Hero was in on that potentially mm-hmm. too. I don't, you know, I could be totally. They kind of developed that. together, so I would assume but, they she had. Some but it was doing. great, yeah. So, um, yeah. Then what else we played? Uh, we Rush, played Belt, Rush Belt, which so. was uh, it's supposed to be set in the future, and you you have domes, and these mm-hmm. domes have these randomized. Uh, cubes that you have to deliver to those domes. So they're going to give you extra income, but you have to deliver them in order. So like from left to right, it, it might be in the one, one dome city. What? No. You didn't have to deliver oh, them sorry. left to right. You just had to deliver the cubes. Okay. The so uh, you might have one dome city that has red, red, and yellow. And that's all it's going to accept until uh, those that has been okay. fulfilled. Well, you deliver a red, and then you'll <clears throat> remove one remove of those it. reds. And then you deliver the blue, yeah. and then you'll remove it. And then once it empties out, then it becomes whatever the top good in the goods growth chart is. For then that it becomes city. that permanent one. But oh, yeah, okay. but you always get a plus one every time you deliver to a dome. Yeah. yeah. So. But there was definitely. I mean, because it's the future supposedly and stuff. It's flooding in different parts, and so it, some stuff is impassable and that kind of stuff. But it, it was interesting. It was yeah. interesting. There was like a blue dots all over the place, and they were a dollar for each additional blue dot. That was the one we played at six players, right. and uh, there was one don't play cube it. left on the map. Yeah, no. at the end. <laughs> yeah, that nobody could even get to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't think it was really good at six. I, I would have rather played that at a, like a four player count, maybe a five. Mm. Yeah, four uh, to five. It, it was it a little little harsh at six. Mm-hmm. Plus, Michelle couldn't keep the dice on the you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what other maps, Chad, did you get to play that, uh, well, um, 
so uh, I was just talking about Joshua Acosta's map. One of the ones that he taught us, uh, and this was uh, a day later, but this was a very interesting wrinkle. I played with uh, Randall from Eagle Griffin, and uh, Michelle and I uh, ha- were roommates with Chris. And so the four of us played the escape room map. Oh, um, yeah, I saw them talking about that on yeah. the Discord. And Heavy Cardboard actually has a play of this not too long ago, um, just before the con to kind of show show off that. So if you kind of want to see more. But basically, it makes Age of Steam at first a semi-co-op. I did not know how I'd feel about it going in. There's a lot of stuff that you kind of have to do together or you lose the game. Like, we need to deliver cubes in this order, you know? And so, like, mm-hmm. you're delivering sometimes on other people's links, possibly, to, to get, you know, because that's the order so that you don't get caught up by this thing that's going to just lose the game for everybody. Uh, but then hopefully, if you're playing nice with each other to a certain point, they might deliver on yours or and you have to do these things like uh, in this order, you have to do a, a four delivery and then a little thing flips and then it changes or, you know, there's just these different puzzles based around Age of Steam that you have to be able to do in order. And it is it is timed because there is a thing that's kind of moving up the track that if it catches you, you, you all lose basically. But then once you have gotten the certain puzzles, then you have to be able to get out, which is another kind of route that you have to do to get out of the room. Basically you're building on these routes. And so you have to be able to unlock. So you're doing different things to do that. But like, for example, you can get certain, certain bonus actions too. At the end of the round, there's kind of like a pay phase. And if you pay to lay down more track, for some of these outside kind of trains to go up, you will get uh, possibly a bonus action. Um, and again, it helps you move out of the room, which you have to be able to do to uh, to kind of win the game. So it was really interesting because for us, we played really, really friendly because Chris, he likes, he likes kind of play, using other people's routes a lot and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was really interesting. But then at, at a certain point, like you know, uh, the elbows came out and it was just like, all of a sudden it was like, nope, nope, not doing this, not doing that, cutting you off, taking this, you know, and you still had to, everybody still had to kind of try to find their way out and it worked. Um, but it, it was interesting. The only thing I will say about it that I think was kind of difficult is that there are a lot more rules than you're used to for an Aegis team map because it's so different. And so it's one that I really want to play soon again, because it is a different experience. It's not the kind of experience you're going to want to have all the time, you know, just the the nature of it. And so you, you know, it's almost like when you play a Lacerda, it's not that bad, certainly, but it's the idea of like when you play a Lacerda and you haven't played in a long time and then you got to get that, that thing out and figure out that's not what you want to do with Age of Steam usually because you right. like to just grab and go. So it'll be good uh, if you're interested. Maybe we'll get in a play soon so that I can kind of keep those rules in my head a little bit better. Mm. Now, I don't you- think we would ever play nice, though, in our group. Well, Chad said to me, he said I, he didn't know if it if I would enjoy it because of that kind of that co op feeling there to start with. I I well, I so, mean, I want to try it. Yeah, I, no matter. Yeah, what. I definitely I mean, want to try it. I just I could see all. early on me being like, well, I yep, guess we're bad. gonna lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and there's that experience too, you know. So like, I I think it, it can play different. And and Josh said that too. He said, man, there's some people almost never made it out because you know mm-hmm. they were really butting heads at the beginning and stuff like that. Now is there so, is there still a winner if you never make yeah, it out? Uh, no. Everybody loses, I think. You have you, to make oh, it out yeah, to win. I would win. definitely make everyone lose. Yeah, that sounds of, <laughs> like a lot of fun. If I'm not going to win. <laughs> yeah. That's well, not going well for me. Guess what, fellas? <laughs> it going well for you. Well, if you... But that, that's the thing, though. You can lose if... Because, like, there's a certain point where, okay, we've unlocked... And, so, like, Chris, who was helping everybody out, he was behind on getting 
actually out of the room. Mm. And we're like, dude, if you want to do this, you better, you know, because mm. the, the scores ended up really close. Like I ended up eking out a win, but it was probably, mm. you know, two points, maybe nice. or three or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. definitely worth a shot. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's worth All a play right. and it does something, you know, totally different. So awesome. So, okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's time to, to toot the horn. Oh yes. There's a map. I'm going to, I'm going to toot the horn here and say, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, so the map that I'm going to talk about here is a little map that, uh, we call age of spades. And, uh, this was, uh, developed by, uh, our good friend, Tim and, uh, a little bit of help with, for me. So. Okay, a lot of help from me. All right. Um, so anyways, uh, but anyways, we Tim and I kind of had an idea a few months ago, and that was for a trick-taking map. And we kind of started to roll with it, and it kind of came together fairly fast and uh, kind of made a map. And I remember one day, obviously, I taught this to, to Richie, and Richie said, it's good. Yeah, Printed, signed off on done. it. Yeah, Richie signed off on mm-hmm. it. So I was like... Wow, you know, and uh, Joe Farrell, he liked it, you know, so I was like, okay, I mean, I might actually have something here. Uh, unfortunately, the map had a, one small problem. That was um, a fairly big problem. <laughs> <laughs> it happened to look like like a fish, you know? Sure. Fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I see that type of fish all the time. <laughs> 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 okay. In the uh, river. Yeah. Randall would not, by the way, keep calling it that all weekend long to me. So, he did. You know, <laughs> I love that. I, I don't feel comfortable saying it on the air. You know, I love that. We'll, we'll have to go to Discord if you want to talk about that. Um, so, the, uh, so, yeah, so it just didn't look the best. Well, luckily, um, our great friend Michelle, who takes care of a lot of the PPCon stuff, you know, uh, graphic design-wise, she took and kind of put it onto a little bit better, a little bit smaller of a map because she kind of mm-hmm. turned it a little bit. And then she made it oh, like a beautiful purple with a nice spade background. And it looked beautiful. I mean, I, I just can't thank her enough. It, it looked absolutely amazing. And so I had some people there that were interested in giving it a try. And so we, you know, we started teaching some people and I mean, the, the map kind of, kind of snowballed where people, there were people who played it. And then we're like, hey, you know, I'm gonna, I got a couple people who want to play this, you know. And so at one point, Richie, there were three tables in a row that had that spades it? playing nice. at the same time. Very cool. And I mean, that was, yeah, that was really neat. I yep. mean, um, so yeah, a lot of people got a chance to play it. Got some really, you know, I got some some feedback. I got some really good people saying, you know, really enjoyed uh, the map a lot. Um, I got to show it to. I got to show it to uh, Zezo, and he liked it a lot. And he actually got to show me a new one of his maps, which I thought was really cool too. Um, and then I also got to show it to Joshua and Hero. I got to, they got to play it, um, and they both you know said that uh, you know they really enjoyed it. In fact, Joshua was going to be trying to do a little bit. We're we're going to try to work on. Unfortunately, the map it's a, still a little big mm. for the size. We got to shrink it down just a little bit, but you know, so we've got a little bit of more work to do with it, but it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's getting close. Um, and then the last time that, or the, not the last time, but the, one of the times we got to play the spades map, I do have to uh, talk a little bit. Unfortunately, Chad was, Chad was a little tired at the I, end of the night. I okay? ducked out. I had just so, played the map. I had just uh, you played did. It. You did. I know. And you're a little tired. And I was like, that's okay. Uh, we were going to have a little podcast duel. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Good old Punchboard Paradise, 
and dad's on a map. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy's located down there in, in Kansas City. So uh, James, and then he brought along his uh, his horse and Scott Bird, who we, uh, we all know. And then, so since Chad said, you know, hey, I'm you know, a little tired, so I went and got my horse. I got Tim. And so uh, <laughs> we, we played, and basically we were like, all right, so, you know, whoever wins is going to be top podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Tim won. There we go. So there's no question. And you have to, I mean, yes, it's his map. But the thing is, is you have to realize that like everybody was messing each other up. I mean, those two, Tim and and Clive were going after each other. It wasn't like we were all playing Friday. James and and Scott. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, Tim, he's an honorary host of the podcast. So there we go. Yes. That counts. I thought he he won. (laughs) Um, So one of the rules in the game is, is every time you win a trick, you're going to take a cube and put it in front of you for the trick that you win. And if you win two tricks, you get a token. And then that token can be used for different things or it can be worth three points at the end of the game. So near the end of the game, James had one token in front of him and he's like, well, what do you get for just, you know, like basically a half a token, just a half Mm -hmm. a trick. And I was like, well, nothing. You know, you got to win two tricks to get a token. He's like, well, it should be worth 1.5 points. And I was like, well, I'm glad you think that. It is not worth (laughs) 1.5 points. So at the end of the game, the final score, Tim had 61 and James had 60. So James was like, see, if it was worth one and a half points, I would have won by half point. I was like, well, it wasn't worth one and a half points. And it definitely and won't so, now. There you go. <laughs> that rule is definitely not coming back. Uh, but it was a bl- it was a it was a lot of fun playing uh the game with those guys. It was it was just a blast. And uh those guys are a couple of fun people to play board games with. So uh, Tim and I had a great time. And uh yeah, I mean it was spades went over better than I could have ever imagined. I mean, it was really, it's considering really, you know, Manhattan was really kind of my first one, uh, which I feel now that I look at it, I think it's a little overbloated and I think I need to, you know, do Mm. some work with it. But I feel like this one is kind of, has a good sweet spot. I think it's, it's simple, but yet it's, you know, it's, it's intriguing. And so it was, yeah, it was just a, it was a nice moment to have people just, uh, uh, play in the map. And, and everybody, enjoy everybody said, uh, how much they liked, uh, that move goods becomes one of the more, Move goods yes. first becomes uh, first one of the more move. more yeah. more appropriate uh, or important actions because usually it isn't. And in this, you know, if you lead a trick, you have control over a lot of things and making people have to try to follow or or you know not get not get anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. or make them suffer a very short delivery. So it's it's interesting. Now yeah, you gotta man. do the rest of the the suits. Yeah, let me let me just finish with speeds. <laughs> yes, so I was telling him like, okay, we need to have a hearts one where you have a kind of a shoot the moon action where if you're behind, you have yeah, this way yeah, like kind of I said slingshot. A partnership one would be nice. Yep, there you go. Yes, I'm I'm working. I'm working. All right. You know, so segue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Euchre. What? That's fun. You yeah. like that game? I love euchre. It's First so off, boring. It was like oh no, ninety percent of the time it was like, yep, this is my only card I can play. That's fun. Oh well, you're, you're probably bad at it. I would imagine. Well, I'm sure I'm bad at it, but <laughs> I guess you got to also realize yeah. it's a game that I've played since I was a child. Yeah. So I mean, it you know it it has the nostalgia as well, partially but, too. The, yeah, you the, never the, seen euchre on my top one hundred. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Then that that makes me feel better. But I was also, like, I was just playing it. I was like, I just 
I mean, maybe I'm comparing it to a lot of more modern trick takers oh, that yeah, I like yeah, better. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Okay. All right. All right. I was just and like, the more you know a game, the more strategy there is to it sometimes. But, you know, it, I, it's like a language. I'm sure like a, the yeah. bidding of whether to take that Trump, make that card the yeah. Trump, that is the key to the game. And yeah. I'm sure. And I, you know, but it did feel like once we started, it was like just a boom, boom, boom. You were done and just following. And I just was like, it just didn't catch me the first time I played it. Dan liked it better than any other trick taker we played, though. So that says I, don't, I don't understand Dan at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's just messing with us. Yeah, at I know. All he time, just no. like, whatever. Now, I'm going to segue again. So Chad and I were talking about this earlier, okay? Who is the audience for the new food chain magnate reprint? Oh, I didn't even see. I saw the email or whatever, but I didn't actually read Okay, it. so Lucky Duck is reprinting food chain magnate with... Nicer art on the cards, I mean, mini restaurants, little, like little mini minis. restaurants, you mm -hmm. know, different colors. So it's it's going to look a lot nicer. Okay, you know, for the what they're trying to original say. Original is yep. beautiful. Yeah, I don't disagree. Mm -hmm. okay? But I'm just asking, who is the audience? Who's buying that game? Certainly not Splatter fans. They already own it, right? Well, you kind of have to figure within. I, I don't know Splatter fans. There's a there's an overlap. I'd say Food Chain Magnate has corral, corralled the most non. Splatter fans, just based on the theme, people got into it, okay. and then also you gotta you gotta figure there's also a little Venn diagram of FOMO, which like Kickstarter crowdfunding just captures about ten percent probably of people just FOMO, like they have the game but they're worried. I won't have these minis that are never gonna come out again. I probably need to get this and sell my other copy. So sounds like Chad might be my dad. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> I guess, but I'm just sitting here just thinking, I just don't know who there, Richie, you can kind of see yeah, scroll up there. Um, this is on uh, game found. It's not started on the Kickstarter yet. I think it said it had like 40 days before it starts, mm. but, um, and I mean, the, the cards look nice and I mean, but I don't I like the original cards. Yeah. I, I don't mind anything, but I'm just sitting there thinking, is there somebody out there that's gone? I would have bought Food Chain Magnate except for I hate the art, and now I'm going to buy it because of the art? I don't or, know if they say it that way, but I've already even seen people commenting on the, that that's the a, like. I just that's, that's just a weird thing to me for because, I mean, obviously we all know Splatters. They're not going to be the prettiest game in the world, but for the most part, people don't care because it's the gameplay that they care about. Right. And they're not know. changing um, anything, are they? No, no, it, no mechanism changes or anything. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like it's just uh, the base game. It doesn't look like it includes the expansion, which Ooh, is also so, really weird. Yeah, I don't too. like that at all. So, I was telling Clef, like, I would like actually, I mean, because it's fermented anyway. So it's not like even if they deliver a year later, it'll be bad. But like, uh, I just want some deluxe kimchi, kimchi? or something yeah. real, real kimchi yeah. <laughs> like in, a, in a jar. <laughs> so now, segueing back to Dan, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan, of course, you know, we were looking at, or Brent uh, said something about it, and we were looking. And, Dan, and he doesn't course, like food chain. No, okay, yeah. he doesn't understand it. Yeah. But he he put in there, it goes, looks the same to me. <laughs> that's, 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 I, I think that's, he just, I don't even know. He says something to have inflammatory opinions. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, anyways, I mean, to finish out Age of Steam Con, I mean, we, what, was there another one map other map I want to talk about, and yeah. that was a, the other side of the con map, which we should recognize oh, yeah. Ashley, because Ashley made a really fun uh, con map on the yeah. other side of Rush Belt. Uh, that was great. Uh, it, it was uh, pro Prohibition. So basically, and this is kind of the interesting wrinkle where it meets uh, Honeybee Hive Mind, right? So you've got Black Cubes are Prohibition agents, mm -hmm. and this is Chicago during the Prohibition era. So you cannot d deliver through cities that have Black 
not cubes. Or you can, but you have to pay the agent, basically. Yeah. All right. Um, and then in the center is the Bureau of Prohibition. So nothing can even come through there no matter what. You pay or whatever. But you can deliver agents to there. You can deliver those black cubes to there. So that will make you money. So if you, the people that can kind of hook up to that mm -hmm. kind of have a way to filter out those cubes a little bit. But one of the special actions is bump off an agent. So, you know, that's, uh, that. then you can kind of get rid of some of those agents, which is nice. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it was a nice tense map. Was it, I think it was called Chicago Speakeasy, I think is what Oh, that's it. I'm sorry. Map. Chicago, yeah. thank yeah. you. Chicago speak, Speakeasy was the map. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. And honestly, like, she kind of cared about what the city looked like, too. So, like, you really, it was kind of set up. Like, okay, oh, yeah, there's the south side of Chicago. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know. Um, and it was, like, in in parts, it's kind of barren, you know, like, or or long distances to certain cities right. and stuff like that. So, it was, it was really interesting. And honestly, I mean, that's why, like, it's going to be so hard to knock Age of Steam off. My number one list is the community is so strong yeah. and so involved yeah. and just keeps it going. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, what you know, that's the thing is you've got variability, but you get to sit down with a game that you pretty much know most of the rules to and, yeah. and learn the wrinkle within mm -hmm. three minutes. And and that was the nice thing uh, about the spades map, I'll say, is that every track build was three dollars. Yeah. So simple, so smooth. It's like, right. OK, mm -hmm. we got that out of the way. That's easy. You know, makes yeah. it mm -hmm. really easy. No question. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, no, I was. I liked it. I the, the play I had of it, I really enjoyed how because in that one is a little bit the biggest difference in that one is just you could deliver the black cubes, as you were saying, as opposed to honeybee where those <laughs> the yellow cubes were there and there was nothing. I mean, yeah, you had actions. You could move them around the board, yep. but they never left the board. But I liked both of them. I thought they were both yeah interesting. Definitely liked honeybee better because it was harsher and meaner yeah. by <laughs> far. But uh but yeah, but both I still liked both of them. Yeah. I think at one point Josh walked past the table and we were like sitting there with our heads in our hands, like looking around the table at everybody <laughs> who was screwing everybody. And he goes, "You're welcome," because <laughs> <laughs> it was it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, good times. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, one, one other one, thing. This is gonna be the last. We got more. Thing. There's <laughs> one other thing, uh, and this was really tense for me. Mm -hmm. uh, Clef asked me like before we went. He goes. Hey, there's this partner age of steam thing they're talking about doing where oh, you just <laughs> like it's set up and it's like central New England. And on one table, they're playing Vermont. And on the other table, they're playing New Hampshire, because obviously that's mm -hmm. the whole big yep. map. And those two maps have very different rules, kind of. Um, and so you play at one table halfway through four rounds and then you get up and you play at the other table without speaking to the person that had your is your partner and take over for their game. And so, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so I told Clef, I said, all right, I will do it if you promise not I, to get mad at me. Him. I was like, come on, Chad, let's do this. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. And then Chad, who uh, Chad Deshaun, who's running it and it's probably, you know, like, I don't know, there's beer tastings and scotch tastings. He's probably getting a little into his cups, let's say. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, we, we want this to be fair, so we're going to randomize it. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> this sounds awful. Because <laughs> so, then I was like, who am I going to get paired up with? Like some just real intense Age of Steamer 
who's very good <laughs> and right, like right, me right. and like oh my god yep and so, then he got hero yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, i'll be honest like i've talked to hero like just a little bit so mm-hmm. i was like oh man i really feel responsible for her right. game you know <laughs> but it turned out okay she even asked for a picture i actually think though that she took the picture with me and you know she's all smiling but she saved that picture and she's probably like okay if i see Avoid. him walking towards me <laughs> oh, yeah I, luckily it was me and Tom Falbo that got on. Oh, nice, we nice, were both nice. like, yeah, whatever. Cause we, yeah, we both did. I think we came in third out of our, yeah, out of, oh, that's good. Out of four of and our tables. Hero so. and I got second. So we there were doing go. okay there in our go. table. Yeah, you guys so, yeah. did fine though. Yeah. yeah. I think, so. uh, I think Joe and Michelle won your yeah, they table. Did. Okay. No, no, so not our different. table, but there, it there was were one of the, cause I mean, there was, was like three. 28, 24, yeah, yeah, yeah. 24 people. Yeah. It was amazing. It was a lot. So yeah. Did they end up doing the, the speed? Uh, Age of Steam? Uh, Sunday night, I think, on Rust Belt. Might have have done it, yeah. Um, Real quick, and we got we've got lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Come, but, uh, I mean, honestly, my, we can just skip the review. We don't. So, we just go. <laughs> we might. Uh, one of my favorite maps that I got to play was Trisland. Have you oh, got to yeah. play this one before? This is, I played so, it with you. Yeah. So okay, Trisland, because yeah. you played Blizzard too. Both of which are going to be in the new upcoming map pack from I did Eagle get to play, Griffin. Yeah, I did get to play Blizzard of '77, which was good too. Um, but. Trisland, three player only, but it's a perfectly symmetric uh, map. Like everything except for the color of the cities uh, in the three corners, but otherwise everything is 100% the same. And I got to play, I believe his name was Kevin. And then I got to play with our good friend Mookie. So, okay, nice. so it was a three player game. And not to say anything bad about Kevin, but let's just say after round one, it was a two player game. Kevin kind of, <laughs> Mookie kind of, got him kind of in the early and he just could mm-hmm. not recover. He went bankrupt eventually, but uh, Mookie and I just were back and forth, like really close. Everything was really good battling. And we ended up at the end of the game, perfectly tied for the score. So we all we had to do was add up track and I had 28 points in track and Mookie had 29 points in track. Wow. Nice. nice. Gosh, it got me by one point. It was great, but it was a great map. And uh, Mookie's just a, a blast to have. It was, He's it was so fun, much man. fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so the last thing I'll talk about on Sunday night, we were kind of all a little bit age esteemed out, you know, not, I wouldn't say age esteemed out, but no, you know, just it's by Sunday, just, your, your brain's you're done. like, okay, yeah, yeah, just give me something kind of fun or whatever. So then we got together with Jason and Tim and Mookie and Randall. Um, you know, we just kind of sat around and Tom and we played some card games. We did Skull King and then we did a couple other things. And Mookie got out, and this is like the main one I want to talk about is this game called Durian. It's from Oink Games. Little fun little game. Now, if if you played Liar's Dice, if you remember mm-hmm. there, you basically yeah. are kind of like, oh, you know, I've got so many sixes or whatever, mm-hmm. and then somebody's either gonna call your bluff or they're gonna increase the bid. Same kind of premise with this where you have everybody is going to start off with an, a card that they can't they can't see their own card, but you can see everybody else's. And there's going to be inventory of like different fruits. So you got bananas and grapes and different things like that. And what you're going to do is on your turn, you're you're going to flip up an order that will be for a customer. And basically the next person is either going to say, do they think that there is enough inventory from everybody's cards to fulfill all the orders that are there? If you don't think there's enough, you're going to ring this little bell and there's literally a little bell in the game. Yep. You ring this little bell and you call the manager over and say, basically manager, I don't have enough inventory to cover all these orders. 
if there is enough inventory, then you're the one who gets the negative points because the manager's pissed because he's like, why did you call me? There's enough inventory. But if there's not, then the person who put out the last order, they get like the negative, uh, just, I don't know, you're handing out these little negative points. Um, this game was, I liked it. It was very, it was a little bit of deductive where you could start, because when somebody put an order up, they could put it one of two ways. They could, you know, like there's two different things on there and one side is not the order and one side is the order. So you could see them looking at the different cards and if they went one way, you could start to think, okay, well, that's a pretty good chance that they are saying that I must have like two, you know, I must have like two or more bananas of how they're placing those there. So you could start to figure out what you have to then decide what you're doing. Um, I don't know. Fun little game. I think we played it like two or three times, but it was a blast. Uh, I, I just enjoyed it. And that's, so if you like kind of liars dice, but like a little bit more, you know, I felt like, yeah, obviously you had more information than just random, you know, who knows what somebody's dice are that they rolled. Um, it was a fun little game. And I mean, usually those oink games aren't that expensive. No, no is it so. in the tiny box? Like yes, how, how it's one of those tiny bell. boxes. Yeah, it's a little bitty be- little bell about gotcha. that. It's probably the size of the box, I bet yeah. you, you know. <laughs> right. But, and it rings real nice. I mean, it's, nice. yeah, it was a fun fun little bell. So. Check that out. I like the sound yeah. of it. But ultimately, Richie, I will say that though I am happy to have another person to talk to about Marvel Champion, you were, it hurts to say this because, you well, you were missed, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't go bankrupt the whole weekend, probably because you weren't there. So. <laughs> I, I was close. I re- oh, rode you, the rail quite quite a few times. Did but. you go back to to <laughs> Berlin? No, no. I, I had too much trauma, <laughs> too much PTSD. Uh, yeah, it was. I mean, good. great maps, great food, but most importantly, great friends. Yep. And just uh, it was a great time. Yeah, yeah, Richie, definitely, you were definitely missed. Uh, Brockman, he couldn't make it either, and he was certainly missed. It was uh, the only the the. Only bad part of the entire weekend is I didn't get to go to slaps. Oh. Because Chad no was slaps. too tired to go to I t- slaps. I, I, I was not feeling well at some point. Yeah. He can yeah. have a whole, like, most of the day German loaf debacle, but if I don't feel well. I mean, well, you're not like, feeling well. You know what makes you feel better? Slaps. About 10 pounds of yeah. barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, thanks. Uh, well, yeah. So, all right. Well, I, I think our con was better than your con. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I think so. Although, <laughs> I, I mean, we did meet some people there, and it, we had fun playing with people, but the actual con itself was terrible. Yeah. So. Well, all right. Still, you weren't working, and you were away you know, yeah, yeah, having yeah. a fun time. That's yeah. that's the great part about cons. Um, speaking of cons, we have a little con that yeah. we, we run. Yes. Yeah, May. Getting, getting some good sign-ups. So people are, yeah, people are signing up. So, I mean, if you're interested, definitely hop on in there. Rooms are limited. Uh, rooms are limited at this moment. I mean... If we sell out of rooms, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go and see if we can have a whole other building. That'd be real cool. Yeah. I don't know. Quick, the, kick but, the quilters out this time. I yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how many quilters are going to be there. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So Ooh, maybe uh, we can get the the old West Town. Yeah, yeah, area. that would be great. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. But we might not. So if you want to <laughs> yeah, get true, in, yeah. you might want to get, get signed up. Signed up. <laughs> um, so awesome. the link will be there at the bottom, right? So you'll put that good old uh, punchboardparadise.com yep. yeah, where you can where you can hop in there. And uh, check that out. <laughs> if there's not enough space and you have to sleep in Old West Town, Richie, it's probably because we're 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 not 
paying, so you probably have to sleep with like Barney Fife in the, in the old time he wrote, old time he wrote this prison cell. I did go down to the jail last last year. <laughs> Checked it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I went down there the first year. So yeah. the little town's kind of Yeah, I took the cool. kids down there when they came up. So oh, that's, that's awesome. right. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. And we have a new Patreon. Woohoo! Many thanks to Jim Roots. Uh, we always appreciate your report. Your report. Yeah, I like your report. <laughs> <laughs> I like your report on my desk. But no, we always appreciate your support. And uh, of course, obviously, those that can't, we totally know uh, how that goes too. So anytime you can uh, retweet or, you know, um, give us a review on iTunes, all those things really help too. So uh, thanks to Never. everybody who supports. But Jim, thanks so much for yours. And uh, here lately, we've been putting out some fun little uh extra content yeah some yes. bonus episodes yes, yes. So, and getting back so, on the google chats so, and those are mm-hmm. nice so yeah. yeah so we've been yeah having some good fun stuff with the patreon so yeah so absolutely we appreciate everyone's support um the other thing that has been like blew up compared to the old slack world oh yeah oh yeah slack the, world slack is dead we dead. i think we said last episode killed? we weren't going to yeah. kill it right away but yeah. it, it is dead it is dead. it is pretty much dead <laughs> it is, yeah. So, it is, yeah. discord putting, did kill it yeah <laughs> so uh the discord which is a good thing yeah, yeah. discord yeah. blew up we got so many new people i love it I too mean, yeah, i think I mean, it's just a I platform don't know that, who half the people are anymore i'm like yeah, yeah. it's just a platform that uh, everybody really uh, seems to like more and, and is engaged more throughout the day so i i'm enjoying that i love uh getting new people in and, and new people talking so it's great uh, and it also uh it's also nice too because it's a bigger because we have more people on there than when somebody asks a question like have you played this or what do you think about solo for that mm-hmm. or whatever usually somebody can speak up and knows uh, knows the answers for these things so that's that's helpful too I love it and i mean and i'm just just even today we got a new person lemon cart mm-hmm. and and she just said you know pp podcast is a gym and i yeah, just like nice. melted my heart today i mean yeah. you know because she's in croatia so, right so yeah yeah uh or hungry one oh, or two yeah let's, let's go with hungry since it says hungry okay <laughs> <laughs> someone was from croatia in there yes, here yeah. recently yeah yeah uh yeah we're getting people from all over the place but i mean which is just i mean that's why we do this this yep. is, just makes it so worth it and uh we love hearing from all you guys and uh yeah i love having you on the Discord. and you're not on the discord get on the discord yeah Come in and chat with yeah. us uh speaking of which uh we had a mailbag kind of question comes through the discord oh, so yes, richie that's yeah. your oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's your uh wow. domain I mean, this thing has got to be like crusty well, i think we found a dead body in there last time <laughs> yeah we <laughs> yeah, did that's, that's true we'll find out <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got a uh a mailbag question from our good friend jamie roof who uh jamie you, you kind of also get the, the FU at the beginning because I, I got Cloud Spire. Oh, yeah. and he, <laughs> so, I mean, and wow. he's got you into. I oh, mean, yeah. And he got me into Spirit Island. Island. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like, ah, I'm kind of cooling on Spirit Island, but I've been, <laughs> I've been playing Cloud Spire. And I was like, you know what? I guess I'm buying Cloud Spire. <laughs> I'm, I'm, wow, a, Jamie lock, might be worse than Chad on you. <laughs> I'm lockstep. I'm lockstep with Jamie because he also he loves Matai and I. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I trust Jamie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. he had a question in our discord and he was wondering how many times we feel is appropriate to play a game before you review it, uh, which I mean, we hmm. kind of have like a, a loose like three pays minimum I think is, for yes. us. But it's not it's not always the case it just kind of depends but 
Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less, but uh, I would say that as far as my opinion on it, as long as you're upfront about it, like if you've only played it, you know, one time, then, you know, just say that and then give your kind of your thoughts on it. But yeah. And, and the nice thing, and let's, we'll kind of talk as a, as a group here and then, you know, kind of individuals. But I think the nice thing is, is for us, sometimes we know that each one of us can't play a game that we're going to review a certain number of times, but at least one of us will have played it enough yeah. that we really can give our honest, you know, can give a, a better opinion on it. I, I don't think we've ever gone in and reviewed a game where we've all only played it one time. No, not no. even close. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. So like, so collective plays has always been, I would say way more than three, probably. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I would agree. Yeah. Well, so. Clough usually gets like six or seven plays yeah. no matter what. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it depends on what the game is. It does. Sure, sure. I mean, if we remember usually. what was the, uh, the thunder, thunder, thunderstone. No, thunderstone. That's right. Whatever. Thunderstone I mean, quest. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, I played that game one time. I don't even know if we finished. I mean, I played it that once, yep. and I said I'm not playing it again. I think we did finish it. We did. We did. But he was really pushed the end game close far to getting up on the table. <laughs> yeah. there was no round marker to <laughs> move forward, but he was trying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, but you guys certainly played it enough that you know I felt yeah. like it was. But and I was upfront about that. You know, hey, I only played this once. Yep. Wasn't my style of game. I I think as long as you're honest about it. If you're going in and trying to say, you know, well, this game is bad and you've got 70 reasons and you literally played it one time, I don't think, and you don't say that. I, I think that that gives a game a disservice because sometimes you may not see everything um, the first time that you play it. So I don't But I do think like uh, we, it was interesting. We had an interesting uh, chat on the discord. You know, some people said like, I think if you have a bad play of a game, you always try to give it a, a, a second chance if you can, but you know, sometimes after that second chance, you know, whether it's for you. I mean, these people are talking about personally, basically. Um, and you know, whether their opinion is valid on it, not necessarily that they're doing reviews, but you know, yeah. Um, so. And I mean, I think if, I, at least I would say, I think if a publisher was to give you a game to review, I feel like you should probably play it more than once before you give it yeah, a review yeah, for sure as Definitely. opposed to if I just go and, you know, if I just buy a game or whatever, you know, and then we're going to review it. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like I have to give it maybe as much time as is that. So yeah. true. Yeah. And even like if Clef says he can't get through a game, like I know usually what type of game it is. It, I mean, it's probably a Euro. It might be a little friendly and you know, I, I get an idea. Like I don't necessarily have to have him play the game eight times to understand what, you know, how he felt about the game and what type of game it is, but, um, and what he doesn't like about and it and what he doesn't like about sure. it. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, I think we're, you know, been, been doing this now for over five years, which sometimes blows my mind. Really? Isn't that crazy? Been doing this for <laughs> more than five years. I think a lot of the people who listen to us a lot, they know what, you know, type of games we're going to like and, 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 you know, they, we don't, I don't think they need us to say, Hey, we, we need you to play that game five times before right. you really, I mean, it kind of depends so. on what, you know, what form you're in. Yeah. You, you I, I would say you've changed the, the most over the podcast as far as. Well, but I think that they understand that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, but I'm just saying, you don't know what's next. Certainly. With you. <laughs> well, what's coming. What's coming. What's coming down the pike. <laughs> well, it could be my 18 XX phase. We just don't know. Yeah, he's a wild <laughs> card. Yeah, who knows? He's a wild but, card. Yeah. But I'm, but yeah, but I'm saying they understand where we're at and I, and I feel yeah. like that that's, um, you know, I, I don't think that necessarily do we have to play a game a certain number of times to really be able to give it a fair review. 
and I mean, at least for us, I feel like we're completely honest about it. You know, and I'll be honest, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of reviewers outside of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Chad, you probably could speak on that more because you listen to more board game podcasts. Is there something out there that you're like, I really hate it when a certain person... I listen to some, but like I, I, I kind of get an idea of who, like for for example, Tom Vassell, if he's reviewing a game, um, he's done this so long, and I think he sometimes, uh, you know, might might only play a game once, uh, but he but he's done it a long time too. But like also, you know, sometimes he'll get rules wrong and make a retraction and say, "Oops, we played it wrong," and come back and and say that in a in a sort of a retraction or an edited review or whatever. But uh, you know, honestly. These days I try to, I try, I get more out of playthroughs normally anyway, if I'm, if I'm YouTubing for, for example, but you know, generally if, 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 if they're good reviewers, they're hopefully giving criterion and you, and you kind of get a sense of what they didn't like and why and how that matches up to you. Hmm. Um, so, so yeah. Yeah. I, punch punch. What do you feel like? I mean, do you feel like there's a certain number of times you would like us to play a game do you feel like there's, I mean, what is your kind of opinion on this? Yeah, I'd like to know if anybody has like a hard and fast rule or if it depends for other people as well. Uh, so so our Board Game Geek Guild is 3227. And of course, uh, hop in on the Discord or you can email us at punchforwardparadise at gmail. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the link to join the Discord will be in the show notes. And then you can also get to it uh, from the Guild as well. Nice. Speaking of getting to it, we should probably get to this review of... And class, I, I want to say you did a very good job, but honestly, because of the Castilian Spanish, it is actually pronounced <laughs> Barcelona. <laughs> I'm, I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, so yes, our featured review today is going to be Barcelona. I've been to Barcelona, Chad. So I uh, okay, you trump me. me. Yes. All right. Um, just to play magic for like three days, and that was all I did was <laughs> in Barcelona. But um, so Barcelona is a one to four player uh, worker placement, basically game. Um, it's going to take about sixty to one hundred and twenty minutes, depending on your player count. Uh, the way the game is played is it is going to uh, be played over a certain undetermined number of rounds and on each player's turn, they're going to place what are called citizens down on kind of an intersection of this main board where you're kind of building Barcelona. You'll place these citizens down there in three different colors. And then you're going to take the actions that are adjacent, uh, either vertical or horizontal to where you place that at. Um, so, uh, there's about 10 different types of actions. I'm not going to go through them all, but they're just going to do certain things like either build roads or maybe help you move the tram and you can drop off passengers or clear rubble from your board, you know, different things that you can kind of do, um, that are going to score you a variety of points. After you have taken your actions at the end of your turn, everybody would, the person would check to see are they able to build a building in Barcelona? And if they have the correct citizens that are adjacent to an area, they will build it. They have to build it and they put it out there onto the board and then remove those citizens, which then you'll score more points for building that building. Um, so this kind of continues on. And as you continue to put the, take these citizens to build, they're going to kind of go down in a track below 
And it kind of goes through three rounds. And each time one of those colors gets filled up in a row, that triggers the end of a round. Uh, the third time that you do it, that will trigger the end of the game. Um, there's multiple ways to score points. This is uh, definitely a point salad type of game that you're just kind of uh, going through. Uh, at the end of the game, the person with the most victory points is the winner. So there you go. There is uh, Barcelona, which, uh, yeah, uh, excuse me, I didn't say earlier, uh, this is designed by Danny Garcia, which uh, as far as I know, I don't know of anything else that uh, they have done. Uh, it's from board, Boards and Dice yes, as yeah. well. Yeah. Which is probably not, right now. Not a now, tea game. Not a tea game. I'd say right now Boards and Dice is the number one kind of Euro you know, like medium weight, uh, heavier weight, Euro kind of designers. They've almost taken what's your game, you know? Yeah. Capstone uh, too, but Capstone's done a lot of, um, taking from like four year land yeah, 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 and, yeah, and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. So as far as original, design, yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah. So Capstone and, and boards and dice, I would say. Yeah. yeah. So obviously boards and dice has a, a new one coming out here shortly that, uh, Looks good to me, at least, you know. Yeah, Nucleum. Uh, Nucleum with uh, Simone Luciani and David uh, Terzi. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah, that one looks like uh, it, it could do uh, really well. So yeah, we'll see. Anyways, uh, back to Barcelona. Barcelona, art and components as always, right? So, yeah. I mean, vibrant. Yes. Yes, very much. Vibrant. It very actually, vibrant. so there's a lot of pastels, bright pastels, but it also kind of reminded me um, in some ways as a hearkening or a callback to Lisboa. Like those light color, bright colors, and just kind of vibrant board, and you have a city setting, you know. Uh, so it, it, it kind of reminded me of that. And I, I really liked it. I thought it was nice. It was, it was a nice uh, color palette. I, absolutely. I think the how the, the game looks, the components, everything is just is very nice. You know, it's, it's very well done. Um yeah, I mean, I, I really can't say much else about it. I, no. I like it. It looks pretty when I look at it. It gets a little busy towards the end of the game, just sure. once you, you're st starting to get all those pieces out there, but production-wise, it's fine. Yeah. What did you... I, I assume you read the rule book, yes? I did. I, I learned this straight from the rule book. In fact, uh, Dan came over, and we just said, let's just pop it out and play it. Um, rule book, very solid. Player aid, very solid. You know, um, had no problem learning the game fairly quickly and, and being able to jump right in. So that's yeah, great. That's did, always nice when you yeah. can just pull it out of the box and learn it. Yeah, it was, it was very, super simple. Uh, did, they did a nice job. Um, in fact, I think, I think I maybe missed one rule that Richie, like just looking at the player aid was like, uh, are you sure on that? And I was like, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, no. <laughs> um, so a couple, you know, and obviously when you're playing a Euro, I mean, there's sometimes little things and learned it quickly, but, uh, and I mean, with this you know, one, there's so. just, a, there's a lot of steps, you know, that you're right. going through in your turn. That, yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. The tram was really the only thing that was maybe a little bit, you know, like confusing on exactly how that worked. That's probably the, the longest action out of any of them. Mm -hmm. The rest of them, I mean, are pretty dirt simple. So I know mm -hmm. how they are. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'd say rule book. Good. Very good. In fact, I would say. Okay. Nice. Gameplay. Um, Good. I will say it's good. <laughs> it is. I don't think there's, in fact, I would honestly say, I don't think there's anything wrong with this game. I think the game itself is done exact. I think it's doing exactly what it's trying to do. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it works well. It, it is very like you do this and you're going to score points for this. You do this. You're going to score points for this. Almost feldish. I would say. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, you know what? And I, I think we talked about. Did we talk about La Rosa on the podcast? Yeah, we've talked about it. It felt very much to me like that Ooh, in I the sense that. that you're you're picking your two cards. Those are your two actions. You're you're doing some euro stuff. You got a map, and you don't really care what everyone else is doing. This one is a little bit more just because you. I mean, even with La Rosa, like trying to get to certain cities before other people. Like that. That's the only interaction. Like trying to get down. You know your building piece to, to score first before anyone else does or trying to, you know, those triggering different things, the bonus, the, the action selection part of it very much felt the same where it's just like a bunch of kind of mini actions that aren't necessarily all that exciting. And you're just doing a couple each turn, but. Oh, Lacrimosa was that Mozart game. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What was uh, the other game you compared it to that? I still can't remember what the heck it was. It was some, uh, when we were playing it yeah there was some game that you're like oh this is like this and i'm like you said like the camels and there was like oh no walls. that was me over and over oh i can't <laughs> it's easy to get us confused yeah <laughs> B- billy me or billy him honestly uh, no. you guys look the same to me. I, I don't know what you're talking about. so <laughs> so uh the reason i said that is it just it gave me the feeling of merv um, Merv. And, and oh, that's Merv. Fabio Lopiano. And it's not the same. The mechanisms aren't the same necessarily, but it w- it gave me the same feeling. Like I'm doing these things and they sort of affect other people, certainly. But I'm, uh, and I would say there, there was more, maybe more, a little bit more shared incentive in Merv, kind of. But you were doing those micro actions, kind of like what Rich, yeah, Richie I, talked about. Like you're doing these micro actions that they get you somewhere and they can give you points, but they're, the actions themselves didn't feel all that interesting because it's right, just kind yeah. of like a recipe to take something to get something that is a larger thing that you're working toward. And they just, uh, and again, I, the game's not bad, but it, it just felt not exciting to do. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, it's and I would the, agree that that yeah. Merv, Lacrimoso, these all just kind of, they're in the same pot right. for sure. Right. Yeah. It's, it, once again, I, don't, I think we're all saying, it was a fine game. It just didn't come together good enough for me to, and there, there was nothing tough about it. Like everything was super simple. There was never a like, oh my god, if that person goes to that spot, I'm screwed type of thing. You know, I, I just, there just wasn't enough there for me to, like, like, oh boy, I'm really excited about playing it. Our tastes tend to skew all of us even tend to skew towards tightness when we're playing these kind of games and so there were definitely better decisions to make than others but it didn't feel super consequential like you wanted to sit down and go okay can i get 40 points or 30 points like and so when you did get locked out of something it was like okay i'll just do this thing here and hopefully that'll work out for me right 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 Yeah, and and as the game goes on, you you those pieces or the workers are taking up those spots. I mean, you even have less and less options. You you're, you just really just need to take the best option that's out there when it comes around to your turn. So right. So it, it, like I said, it's not it's not a, a bad game at all. Um, but it I I think it just started to skew away from our taste because it didn't feel um it didn't feel so much like you know we were really affecting each other all that much. Yeah, and I'm and. Obviously, we'll go into player count here, but uh, I've played it. At, I played it at two, three, and four, and there's no different feeling really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's basically the same game. There's nothing. I mean, you might, you know, in the 
and and you really can't plan for a turn because you know what happens in between your turns in a three or four player game you just you don't know so it's not like uh, like oh i'm going to do this because it's just you know it could be you know you know somebody else could have went to that spot or whatever but um i would definitely say i enjoyed it more at two player than i did at three or four just simply cuz my turn got back to me faster as opposed to sitting there waiting for three people to take their turn. Yeah. And sometimes turns can go long because you, you know, you start doing one of those little mini actions, which could lead to a bunch of other stuff. And then it's like, Oh yeah, I still have to do this other action. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I I definitely could see lower player count being better. Yeah. Cause like you said, it doesn't feel like you're necessarily um, getting tighter with more players. So no, 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 yeah. Neither does the game doesn't feel any different from the first time I laid down the citizens to the last time I laid down the citizens. Yeah. So uh, the only great one really good thing about it is there's an action called overbuild. So it reminded me of brass. <laughs> <laughs> and now if I remember right, you could overbuild anybody's basically, right? Yeah. yeah. Including your own. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't. As long as there was like three levels of buildings, obviously, once it yeah. got to the. And it wasn't like a detriment. Like it wasn't like you took away scoring from somebody else because that person had already scored for it. No, yeah. And then there's also uh, scoring tiles that if your piece is at the bottom, like you could yeah. turn that into a positive thing for you. Right. Could, yeah. yeah. So it was like, oh, that might yeah, not like be Josh, so bad think, if it's out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Josh, Josh got a ton of points off of that because because yeah. you had overbuilt on a bunch of his and then that scoring tile came up and he was able to draft it. So, yeah. Well, and it's. I mean, yes, you have a choice of where you put your citizens, but then you don't have a choice on whether you're going to build or not. I mean, it's a, yeah, it just you're doing happens, it and yeah. it doesn't, there's no choice in it. Um, so Chad, I think you said something I'm curious on. Do you feel like this was that they took some things from Lisboa and tried to make it into a simpler version with this game? Well, you certainly have, I mean, th- there's a lot of like basically tile placement rules, right? Like, so you almost got that placement of the convergence of, of actions, almost like a targi type thing with your, with your um, placement there. But then, you know, you're just, you're the way that tile building scores and stuff like that, if you can build out in these certain angles and that kind of stuff. So there's a little bit of that. I, I think I felt like, I felt like um, the, and I didn't play the easier version of, no, I did play Mercado de Lisboa, excuse me. Um, but it, it did, it doesn't, the gameplay doesn't necessarily feel like that, but the, um, I think it felt like the 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 aesthetic was like that. Like we're gonna put this coat of paint on that is gonna make you think of Lisboa, which has such a, a good pedigree, basically. Okay, that's that that's all I felt like. Okay. So we talked about player count, um, and we should we should talk about plays real quick. Uh, so I, Richie and I both had one play of this game. So mm-hmm. this is where this plays in talking about the talking about the number of plays of review. Uh, Richie and I both played it, and we kind of looked at each other and we're like, "Wow, uh, not even a bad game, but like no. it felt so much to us." I think, and Richie, correct me if I'm wrong, but it felt so much like we just named all these other games. It felt like a game on a stack of a whole bunch of other games that we've played. Definitely. And, and this is one where like uh, Vikings is a game that if I played Vikings now, I would hate it. But since I played Vikings when I first got into the hobby and I had never played something like that, like it's a game that, you know, I have no problem playing. Like if you throw it down, like I won't complain about it. But like I know Clef played Vikings not that long ago uh-huh. and it's after he's played a thousand euros. It's not that great. Of, <laughs> it's not right. that great of a game. Right. Um, when you start comparing it to other things. And I think Barcelona could have been like a game. Like if I would have gotten to the hobby 
and played this early. Like this could have easily been one of those euros that you know hung around, and I just you know an, an evergreen euro for me. But I, I will I've say, played so many. I will say with that example, and I, I like that. But w- with that example, the thing that saves Vikings for me, uh, as opposed to some of the other ones, is at least there's an auction in there where you yeah, can yeah. kind of like push stuff up a little bit. You know, there's something. Yeah, but but but, mm-hmm. but this just felt like it, I really struggled to k- kind of like slap myself and care about what everybody else was doing around the table. Well, and I, and I think for both of you, it's there's not only is there not really anything new or special about it but it's not like there's anything more neither one of you left the table going no next time i'm going to try this strategy because it's just not that type of game i mean this is very much a an enjoyable you know just you do what you kind of want you get a bunch of points i mean the round marker thing goes up to 400 you know i mean there's just it's just an enjoyable you know in my opinion i mean this is bordering this is like lower than medium for me. I don't even think the actions are tough to explain. And there's no like, Oh, if you don't do this, you're going to, you know, you're going to have to feed the people and you're going to lose it. You know, there's nothing even, there's nothing even bad in the game. I mean, it is literally just keep on doing things and just keep on scoring points and whatever you do is going to score you points. Yeah. So again, there just wasn't a lot of attention in it for us, both like feeling like you're, you're not going to do the thing you want to do or that you're, you know, it's in our, in our one play, like it just so happened that Josh won and we were like, Oh, Hey, good job, Josh. You know I mean? Like it just didn't feel like any sort of uh, tension uh, when it came down to, to the end of the game. And I'll also say one of the things is Clef has this copy and it's the only copy we have in a group, which also plays into getting the game played, you know, but again, after we did play it, we, it just, we weren't compelled to like, we must play this again sort of thing. and I did, I've, I've played it five times. So this is certainly, and I mean, it was, you know, I taught it to my wife. My wife loved it because for her, that type of non-interaction, non-punishing Euro game is what she loves, you know? So, I mean, I think that there's definitely an audience out there for this game. And in fact, I know there was a lot of people on our now dead Slack channel that at one point said, Hey, you know, this is a really fun game. And a few people are like, you know, oh, cool. And they went and got it. And honestly, that's what made me want to get it because some people are saying it's a really good game. And where I do think that there's a good audience for it, it's just not going to have enough meat on the bones for what I want out of a game. So it's definitely one of those games, yeah, that's just going to kind of, you know, find its way you know, goes away for me, you know, yeah. just not, not mm-hmm. going to be a stay. So. And sometimes too, I mean, I'm just kind of trying to think back through my feelings about it, but sometimes too, when you score a lot of points, it can feel like, uh, it can feel powerful. Like you, Oh, I put together this turn, but it just, like I said, because they're sort of these micro actions that add up, but they don't have necessarily a whole lot of control of the combos. Not a lot anyway, that it just, it was just like, uh, you, you know, it just didn't make you feel powerful like that. Like you needed to go back to that or that right. endorphin hit from that. So, and we, I mean, we were all in, I do like different paths, the victory, but we were all doing different stuff in it. I mean, we were all fairly close and scored. Like it didn't right. really yeah. matter. Yeah. Like you game, can, you can pretty all... much do what you want. Yes, yeah. exactly. So. Yep. All right. Should we put a bow on this sucker? Let's put a bow on it. All right, Richie. All right. So at Punchboard Paradise, we rate on a six point scale with a, uh, one being a game that makes you miserable and a six being a game that could be in your top 10 of all time. Chad, get us, get us started. Well, like I said, uh, please take the caveat. I've only played this once. Um, it just, 
it definitely wasn't my kind of game, and I, I would not choose to play it again. Um, I wasn't miserable at all, but I, I just, it, it is, for me, it was very, very forgettable. Um, so I'm giving it a two. So that's, uh, that's my rating, two. What about you, Clef? Um, and I think I've, I've kind of said this. For me, it just is not the game. You know, and I was, I was trying to think of some other Euros, and the other Euro that kind of came to my mind was Woodcraft, which is another Euro that was released here recently that I really liked. And I think that the difference in where Woodcraft was very tough for me to do things and to score points, and it was like I felt very smart and, you know, it made me feel good, had those endorphins when I was like, ooh, I got this and I did this to my dice and I got this and I got this and I got this contract done and, you know, then I got to do this and this and this, right? It, it felt really like that endorphin rush. There's no endorphin rush in this game. There's nothing that you do that you go, wow, look at the, you know, you might score 20, 30 points on one turn, but it's not like I feel like I did anything special to get to that point. And that's where this game just does fall flat for me. I'm not miserable playing it. I mean, I've played it five times and I've enjoyed myself enough and I'm engaged enough to still try to, to play it. But it is definitely a game. It's going on the shelf shelf. It's, you know, I, I don't see myself playing it again. So I'll give it a two. I mean, it's not, you know, not miserable, but it's a, it's, it's probably a low two for me if I was really going to be honest. So Richie, right. uh, I was coming in at a three cause it, it, it's just, like I said, like Lacrimosa, like Chad said with Merv and it, it's a, it's a fine Euro. I, I think, uh, like I said, if I had played it early on when I got into board gaming, it could, it could, could have been a game that stuck around, but uh, for this one, it just fell flat. Uh, so off that initial play, I, I would come in at a three. Just kind of a, an average game for me. Okay. So there you have it. Barcelona gets a two, two, and a three from Chad Claffin Ritchie. Let's move on to more exciting things. And let's, speaking of, of two, twos and threes let's draft games from 2003 hey i thought you were broken there for a second i, I, was, but <laughs> I am broken inside but anyway let's go on to the draft decided we are going to draft games from 20 years ago well the last draft uh, that we had was uh, games that you wish you never taught uh, your friends and family <laughs> so good <laughs> and uh cleft i mean he tried his damnness to to screw up my list on the uh on the guild <laughs> did he just he spell put, it all to hell misspellings wrong games that he put on there uh but uh so i ended up winning the last draft with 51.5 percent nice. of the vote uh, Chad uh, came in second with 39.4% of the vote, leaving 9.1% of the vote for Clef. Okay. Uh, so Clef's not rolling. Yeah, he can't. Uh, so we will get some dice, and at Punchboard Paradise, we like unique lists. That's why we draft, and uh, we're going to do a serpentine draft, which all that means is if you draft last in the first round, you're going to draft first in the second round. Chad and I are going to roll off to see who gets to set the draft order. Ten! And... Uh, Chad will be set in the order. All right. Well, Clef, I'll let you have two picks. You get to bring up the rear with this one. So it'll be me, Richie, and then Clef. All right. 
Okay, so here we go. Uh, for me on this list, there was a heads and shoulders uh, above game, and it's because this year, and I, you know what? I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Um, he didn't teach it to me, but he got me interested in it and uh, and urged me to buy it when I found a cheap copy. But James from Dads on a Map um, said it was a great deal to pick up Santiago. Uh, and this is one of my favorite, as James would say, at Dusty Old Euros. Uh, and it is honestly like this game is so great that I think it might overtake. And I still like it. Don't don't get me wrong. But it might overtake the estates for me. Right. Now, Names what? on the box, and you're going to throw that game out? No, no, of course not. I'm just saying in my in my ranking of, okay. of favorite okay. games, and I'll tell you why. It's because it's just a little bit easier to explain. So I can get almost some. Now I'm not saying they're going to play it well, but I can get almost some some randos off the street and teach them how to play this game pretty quickly because um, there's so much above the table going on, and the rules get out of the way pretty quick. I I really love Santiago. Uh, it is it is uh, easily my top pick on this list. It's a good pick. Well, that, that took about thirty three percent of my choices. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, I don't I don't have a deep bench. That's <laughs> <laughs> bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, ah, see, that's great pick, Chad. That's definitely yeah, that's, definitely be my number one. That's so. fantastic pick. Yeah. And I am tempted to take another game that I've only played once. That was taught to me by Clef. Yeah, that was well, also that, related to Dad's on a map. I'm, then I'm done if you take that. <laughs> I got, That's I awesome. got games that I'll be like, uh, this one looked good. <laughs> Do it. Uh, yeah, I think I am going to take. I'm just going to take the Bridges of uh, Shangri-La. Oh, if man. I can say it, you can't the even bridges, say it. <laughs> the Bridges of Shangri-La. He definitely uh, won't type it right for you. <laughs> uh, which uh, Clef just taught. Uh, I think we had like a four, maybe we had a five player game. Does it go up? No, it only goes oh, up to four. four yeah. yeah, so we had a four player game, and that I loved it. It was, it was great, uh, little area majority kind of trying to, you know, I was trying to convince uh, Josh to screw over Clef, but he just chose to screw over me. But you know, <laughs> you you got that, you know, above the board play where you're you're messing with people, and uh, I, I just really enjoyed the the area majority of it and how that worked. But. I still need to play this one. Leo oh, yeah. Colavini yes. uh, design. Yeah. So, and, and he does great like streamlined euros. So, I mean, it's a very easy teach and, and plays quick and has great interaction. So nice. The bridges of Shangler off will be my uh, first pick. I think Clef's going to come up, bring up from the rear. He's going to pick the bridges of Madison County. <laughs> 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 okay. So my, my one and two are gone. <laughs> it's a good start. Um, so, well, I've got one more on my list. So I had three games that are like, okay, these are sure. my top three. Yeah. Okay. And after that, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be rough. But so my third one though, is a game that I still own and I still enjoy playing this game. And it's a little card game. It's called Colorado. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. that's it. Right. I had that yeah. on my list. I was as well. hoping I'd be able to drop that next. Okay, yeah. no, it's a fun little match the match the gecko colors, and you're trying to you want to get a lot in certain colors, but you don't want to get too many because then you start getting negative points after a certain number of piles that you have, and it's kind of a a push your luck type of thing when you're putting them up in the in the display. Fun little game, absolutely. This is one that 
I can kind of teach to people who maybe aren't, uh, you know, as serious gamers, you know, and yet still have a little bit of meat on the bone. It's a fun little game. So, yeah. So, uh, for my first pick, I'll take uh, Colorado. And a classic Michael Schacht game. I like hearing that. Can't even imagine when it comes back to me again. What the heck? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally might not just go pick a game out of. Go. <laughs> okay, so for my second, I'm gonna go. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you cannot go wrong with a Canizia, and I'll take Amon Ray. So, yeah, okay. I was hoping that would fall. I, I yeah. was. Okay. Uh, I played that with you and Josh. Yes. I was just hoping you forgot. Uh, (laughs) It would drop down to me. Well, there's not very many games here that I can pick from. (laughs) Uh, But it was a solid game. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. uh, You know, Kenitia does a great job. But yeah, Yeah. it's got the the old kingdom and the new kingdom, the the two game phases that you're playing in, the auction and all that. Clef doesn't remember any of that. No. <laughs> Please continue talking about the game. So um, that's about as far as I can go as well. So, <laughs> but I do remember enjoying it. Yeah, I, I remember enjoying it also. And hey, it's a Canizia, so that that's got to give up points. Uh, I think there's a new reprint of this that's come out not too long ago. Yes, right? they did. Uh, well, the one we played was the Super Meeple reprint, okay. and now they have reprinted it again. I think with Vincent Dutrait art is the was one that just came out this year was that maybe grail games again okay. possibly okay. i don't i don't remember exactly for sure but yes uh yeah they just reprinted it again okay, okay. nice all right so there we go so uh, good guess to you <laughs> Richie. all righty um well i'll go ahead and i don't think chad would take a an abstract but just in case he would i'm gonna have to take yinch <laughs> <laughs> yep um uh yeah and i and they have just now started adding uh, uh, more of the abstract games to Board Game Arena. They haven't added Yinch yet, but they did put Devon on there. So I'm, I'm excited, hopefully, that they'll put that on there so I can get some more plays. But just that, you know, trying to get them in a row and then removing your rings. Um, just a fantastic abstract game. Not my favorite in the, the gift series. It's probably my third. I think, I think it's... Uh, I think it's Czar, Devon, and then Yinch for me as far as my my top three. But fantastic abstract game. If you ever get a chance to play it, it's definitely worth giving it a shot. Good. Yeah, I wondered if you were gonna if you were gonna pick that one. Well, I don't have much left. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> Although there there are some some great games in this year. So okay. Well, there are really like when you look back, there's some killer ones. I think. Uh, I think the one that I'm gonna go with next. Uh, I, I have to go with Alhambra. Uh, I know it's like a really, you know, it's a lighter gateway game, but I really, I really like Alhambra and I like, um, I like teaching it to, uh, newer gamers. It's a one that we play with our neighbors, uh, every once in a while, which is, is fun. Um, and I really like the feeling when you can pay for exact with, with exact money and you get to do the, the a double action from doing that and it always made me feel smart and enjoyable but alhambra is one of the nice uh older certainly uh tile laying games and it, it did it really well i think uh alhambra is still kind of kind of a classic by dirk hen yeah dirk hen thank you uh and then i got another pick uh so I, okay i have the second edition of this game and i've only played it once but I still own it. Uh, I need to play it more times. Um, I even have the expansion to help me play it at less than ideal player counts, less than six. Um, it stays in my collection for one 
probably uh, just because of the theme. And I'm just going to go with Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones, this is not the second edition that was in 2003, uh, but the rather the first edition. And it's by Christian Peterson. But I see a lot of the DNA of um, Twilight Imperium kind of in this with, you know, sort of above the table alliances and different things like that. And, you know, manipulating kind of the map and, and that kind of thing. Um, but I, I, I like the IP, so it's got a, it's got a place in my heart. So Game of Thrones is on my Isn't list. Isn't Josh supposed to be learning this so that we can play it? Yeah, he I, is. I, he is. I, I feel like so we were supposed to play it at like PPCon or yeah, something. And, yep. and then he was like, no, I, I just want to play it. <laughs> I, the one time I played it, I don't waste your time. It feels like a 2003 game. <laughs> uh, all right. All right, my next uh, one. My list is done. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> there's one that I can't imagine why you haven't drafted yet, but maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, we'll see. Okay. Dancing okay. Eggs. Really surprised. Well, I've only got three. I've only got three games that I still have that I've played. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So. <laughs> um, uh, my next one is probably the game that I've played the most from that year, um, and the game that I mean, it's not my favorite game from the year, but it's definitely the game that I it gets to the table the most, and that's our Eco, and it mm, is a. Yeah. Uh, it can play up to five. I would, I mean, it's probably best at three, but it two and three are, are where I like to play it at. Uh, because once you get more and more people up there, it just gets a little bit too chaotic and too random. But it's a hand management game, and the whole theme of the game is that you're sorting trash into the different facilities. And then there are score piles at each facility. And they start with, I, I believe it's zero points, and it goes down to five points. But in the middle, there's a negative three points or negative two points in there. And so you're sorting, you're playing your cards and every time you can only, you have a hand limit of five. And every time you play to one of the facilities, you're going to have to take uh, back the cards that are above it and they'll go into your hand and then you'll flip out more cards that you need to sort. Uh, but you're trying to make sure that you don't go over your hand limit because every time you go over your hand limit, you have to then discard cards out of your hand back down to that five and all the cards that you discard, uh, that's just, thematically that's you just throwing your trash like into the river <laughs> so it's negative points um but it, it's a fantastic little card game where you have that tension of you know trying to score and also if you take only one scoring card from a because there's five different colors if you take only one scoring card from a particular color you don't have to score it so you could take a negative card and it won't hurt you uh, but you may get stuck in a position where all of a sudden you weren't planning on taking another red card from that facility but you get stuck with it um but yeah fantastic little card game our eco yeah I, I forgot about this one i think we you showed it oh did i show that one yeah, too yeah i think, yeah. I, I, think yeah. I played it and enjoyed that one yeah that's, that's a good one so. all right well here is reaching this, into the hat now so, <laughs> uh, one of these games i i do enjoy this and this is one of the games i used to play with my kids a lot and uh it's it's uh 10 days in africa Mm -hmm. Ten days yeah. in the USA, yep. you know, they both came out. Um, I've played the ten days in Africa more, but it's basically you just draw ten random tiles, and you are then trying to make a trip. And you can do things like drive your car, or you can take an airplane to a different color or whatever. Or you can walk across. I can't remember everything about it, but so you're trying to replace these tiles, and you're trying to basically make your ten day trip in either Africa or the USA. Fun little game. I mean, it's not one that, uh, unfortunately, you know, it's uh, you know long past something that I would probably play on a normal basis. But uh, fond memories of it uh, from my earlier days, and that's going to be the 
the 10 days, and I'm like I said, I'm going to say the 10 days of Africa, just because that's the one I've played the most. Okay, guys, well, <laughs> I'm going to tell you the name of this game because I've played it, but please don't ask me any questions. <laughs> Goblet Gobblers. <laughs> I, I have, have a lot so of questions. many questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who told you it was called this? <laughs> um, it is. Is it a card game? <laughs> no, it is a. I want to say it's a, it's a it's a tic tac toe type of game. Where you have, if I remember right, you have three different size uh, pieces. And so, like, if I put out a small piece, somebody else can put out one of their medium-sized pieces on top of it. And then, obviously, the <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I've seen this at, like, okay. Target. Uh, yeah, I think, I think. Yep. I think Brian <laughs> taught it to me. Like, he got it like, for his kids. And he, was, he was all excited to teach me a game. And that's just the oh, last, it, it that's the last a, it, one I got on my list. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, it just looks like tic-tac-toe, and it's yeah. like the Russian doll yeah. pieces, yeah, so you're, you're covering up yeah. the pieces. I, I honestly remember it not being terrible. I mean, it was, you know, it was, <laughs> there was a little bit of strategy on the fact, well, you know, I think somehow, the, you know, you wanted to you put your smaller ones out there because you wanted to keep your bigger ones, but obviously then they could get taken over. I don't know. I remember it not being the worst game I've ever played. So there you go. <laughs> no, okay. Goblet, Number goblets. Four, goblet, gobblers. Goblet, gobblers. <laughs> uh, uh, I think we know who's we, not rolling next uh, <laughs> again. Hey. <laughs> um, I'll finish. Colorado's a good game. Good. <laughs> true, true, true. True, true. <laughs> um, I'll finish off with uh, Hey, That's My Fish. Now, this is a game that I, Battleship is my like preferred style of this game where you're moving your pieces around and trying to score points um, and trying to cut off other people from the different parts of the board. Um, but yeah, it's just a little game. I think it's actually getting a reprint here pretty soon from plan B or whatever they're called now. Next move Ooh. games or whatever. So I'm really curious about this because Finn really likes the app and because yeah. it, it is such a quick game that it almost takes more time to set up than to play it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's uh, also why I like Battleship because you just get boards okay. instead of having to put out See. all the, little ice fish things but. i'll have to check that out but i, I still like hey that's my favorite like the whole family yeah. would gladly play that app when we're just sitting around uh, they love it so yeah, yeah. And it, i mean and for you know it's just a little game it's got good interaction it can be mean you yep. can really screw people and get them stuck like in a corner where they don't they're only going to be able to get a couple of fish and then and they're then done. They drown. Yeah. I've never, <laughs> yeah. I've never played this before really? oh yeah uh, it's fine oh, yeah it's like it it. a good little game is it anything yep. like tuna tuna go <laughs> nope nothing like that that one was for tim and jason yep. all right <laughs> uh so all right uh that that actually i had in my back pocket oh so, did you okay yeah, good I did. so so you stole that one for me uh good good job uh so so i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with another kind of kids game actually uh because i i used to play this with Finn, and uh it's kind of a weird game gulo gulo which is a dexterity game. Oh, okay. we got the GGs going on. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no goblets being gobbled here. But Gulo Gulo is a. You might want me to spell that if you want it anywhere close to what's going to go. G L O, or no, sorry, G U L O, and then repeat it. Okay. All right. Just thank you. Yep. Appreciate that. No, of of course. So 
In Gulo Gulo, you are apparently a Wolverine trying to rescue a baby Gulo egg from a, like a, I think it's like a vulture or something like that, some big bird's nest. And basically, you have to move down these tiles so that you can grab one of the colored eggs out of the nest uh, and and do it without the stick that's in the middle of the eggs dropping, basically. So you're kind of <laughs> trying to do it very carefully. And it's fun for kids because little fingers make it, you know, make it easier to do kind of because you're. You fat fingers are having a hard time getting in the nest. So Gula Gula is just like a fun little dexterity family game. Yeah, I, I like it. Got a good toy factor there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Looking at a couple pictures of it. Yeah. yeah. So Gula Gula is my fourth choice. Now, we've drafted them all. Clef, read off the list, and then I have I have a question for you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Okay. So Chad had Santiago, Alhambra, Game of Thrones, and Gulu Gulu. Not to be confused with gobblers. Okay. I had Coloretto, Amon Ray, 10 Days of Africa, and Goblet Gobblers. Richie had The Bridges of Shangri-La, Yinch, R. Eco, and hey, that's my fish. Oh, very good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I saw that high school actor coming yeah. out there. Oh, ooh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So why why did you not pick? Haven't you played Princes of Renaissance by... Uh, by I did. Martin Wallace. I didn't like it. I oh, really? Yeah, I remember he didn't like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I did not think it was. A very I haven't good played game. it, so I couldn't. Uh, yeah, I okay. Did not, I did not think it was very. It was the last one on my list. Okay. And I decided to go with Goblet Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that That's, says something that about the a lot right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I did not have many honorable mentions. Uh, balloon cup yes. and Queen's necklace are the only other two on my list that I would have um, drafted. So, what was possibly. the implement re-implementation of balloon cup? Was it uh, pinata? Oh, that's what it was. Okay, it was, yeah. yeah, I knew I had played it. I just did. You have any honorable mentions? Uh, I had faces, which is that oh, weird game where yeah. you like make up. It's a party game where you look at the I face. Know, like and you... uh, Vassal has made yeah. like his own. Yes, Tom tactic, Vassal yeah. of the Dice Tower, because basically it's like, oh, this person cheated on their math test, and you pick yeah. out a face that did. Um, that, you know. I was almost have to uh, at at DomeCon. Uh, there at one point, Tim was like, "Hey, we really got to play this game." And so we pulled it out and we set it up and somebody came over and taught it. And it was one of those things like it was late afternoon and I like slept through the entire teach and then nobody really knew how to play it. So we only played like two rounds of it, but I was going to have to pick it if I came into a spot. <laughs> uh, Magna Gracia, Grisha, maybe it is Magna hmm. Grisha. It's a, obviously it's an older game. It's a 2003. Um, it actually looks really good and I want to try to play it. I've heard it's a very interactive uh, kind of a track builder or a route building type of thing that you're doing. Uh, sounded really good. It just happened to be that the people we were playing with, nobody understood the rules enough to continue to play it. But that's my honorable mention of a game that I've not really played. played. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, there you go. There we go. But we should just like now go back one year, every draft, and just see how long before oh, we are just like, can't get I anything. got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> This is like the most fun draft we've done in a while. <laughs> yeah, it, was tough. it was tough. Did you did you name any honorable mentions? Yeah, uh, yeah. I said no, uh, balloon, cup. balloon cup and okay, queen's right. necklace. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, Although that I played, tough. we played queen's necklace with the Stucky, so we had played with him a long time ago. Right. And it was it's an old Days of Wonder game. Yes. Um, and we played it again this past year, and then I put it on myself. Was it Fiduti or yeah, one of the Bruno Fiduti? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, that nixed that. So you didn't. Yeah. So it, I didn't. Right? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, that was a fun draft to kind of look back. I mean, they're not all going to be bangers, people, but, you know, this is uh, <laughs> kind of fun. Look back at 20 years. 
Hey, so I have a quick question. I, oh. I forgot to bring it up last time, and it's not really a mailbag, but what would you do in this uh, in this gaming situation? So Stephanie was playing with me at the table. We were playing uh, Castles of Burgundy, okay? okay. We are playing Castles of Burgundy, <laughs> and we were, uh, we were just sitting having a nice game on a rainy day. We played this game oh, at least six times, you know? She okay. played before, but it had been a while since we played. And she was all excited. She was doing the farm animal strategy. She likes to collect the animals, so she's trying to grab this pig off the center board and put it with the... You with told the, me this. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so she's putting it in, you know, and, and her her storage, you know, if you know Castles of Burgundy, you have room for three storage tiles before mm -hmm. you move them into your actual tableau, your 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 Burgundy tableau where you can place mm -hmm. it. Well, her storage was all filled up, so she reaches for the center and takes this pig tile, and I go, oh, oh, you you're you're filled up. You got to put something on the board. She was like, what? I was like, you know, you you got to take out of your storage before you can put something in there. You can't just put it straight to the board, right? And she's like, what? Oh, if you're going to play that way. I mean, the rules? Exactly. You mean by the actual rules. And she's like, she's like, come on. I just, and I was like, are you serious right now? Like you, and, and she's like, oh, okay. So you're going to be like that. Like, I'm being some awful person. It's like, I, look, if you want to take back your turn, if you want to do that, but that's like a major rule. And here's a tile right here that lets you break that rule. So like, you know, it's kind of essential. And so she was kind of like, okay, okay, big guy who wants to pay attention to the rules. I was like, what the heck? What is going on here? So are you saying what would I have done? Yeah, about what do you do in that situation? Well, I guess it depends on what I wanted to do later that night. Oh, I might yeah. have, uh, sleeping said, on the couch right, has sure, a different I option. <laughs> I mean, all right, take your pigs. Right. <laughs> uh, I would told her uh, to put the tile back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might. Richie might even slap her hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that, that was an interesting play because I was like, okay, yep, I'm the rule follower. That's fine. So this is going to be hard to talk about on radio because this is kind of a show and tell type of thing. But there's one more thing that I wanted to bring up from Age of Steam Con that we haven't discussed yet. Okay. And we all love our good friend, Tim. Yeah. Tim's mm -hmm. great. But Tim has a little thing that's a little bit weird. Okay. <laughs> and it's like I said, it's hard for me to show you guys. But imagine right now that you've got 10 cards in your hand and you're splaying them out. Right. Uh -huh. Okay. And at least, I guess... <laughs> There's no way for you to show this. I know. I, I'm just thinking. But I mean, but everybody, right now, even if you're driving, go grab yourself 10 cards <laughs> and, and spread them out, okay? And when you spread them out, you... I don't know. You just spread them out, like, with the right card being... Foremost. Foremost, yes. Mm -hmm. And the, you know, and then going down the other way, right? Yeah, the left card being behind that's the, the just, rest. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's just a normal thing, right? Tim does his left one being foremost and the other ones going the other way. Yeah. It actually covers up some of the information. It feels like it just is. So a you, ha very don't you, you have to like purposely move the cards, right? Yeah. To do that. I, yeah. I, I feel like I naturally have to do that. I mean, he maybe, just like, he I just know, like splayed it the other way. I feel bad talking about Tim's disability on the air. But. <laughs> it is a little, a little harsh. I started off by saying we like Tim. So. Yeah, uh, cards. Weird. It was. It was. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. It's just. We're playing like, a bunch yeah. of trick takers. When you try. Was, yeah. Yeah. And like we couldn't even do it. Like it was like yeah. Because uh, James noticed it. I think on on uh, Bonanza night because right. we were playing Bonanza and you have to 
obviously your cards have yeah, to stay in order, the, right, right that way. And like everybody else at the table was like, what is going on? And then later Tim goes, well, maybe it's a California or like maybe just not a Midwest thing, right? So then Hero walks by and we're like, Hero, come over here, you know? So she does it normally, right? And then we were like, showed her how Tim does it. She goes, yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was great. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with Tim. I, it's hard. You know? Yeah. But, you know, we'll forgive him. He's a good yeah. guy. So, he is a good guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you think it's over, right? You think I the think podcast it, is, is over? It, yeah, is it? I got a game for you guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got a game for you guys. <laughs> it may not be very good. Oh, good. Okay. But I right. just was like, you know what? So... And I'm gonna be honest with you. We're gonna have to figure out how the rules are. But what I have, <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah, is I have we written the show? down. Okay, <laughs> I have written down. It's called Guess the Board Game. Is what the game is called. Uh, okay, right? okay, okay, okay. I have five-ish words written down for each of these board games. Five-ish. Okay? Do you have five words written down or not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I think the ish part is whether they're actual words. words. <laughs> 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 they're words. Okay. <laughs> and they they correspond to this certain board game, okay? Okay. So I could do, like, I could go to Chad and I could read and see if he guesses it, or I could just start reading the words and you guys buzz in and you say, I know what the game you're talking about, okay? Well, let's yeah, just do it that yeah, way. I think, yeah, 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 right? yeah. Okay. All right, so we'll start off here. So... Th- so, so the person, is, if you buzz in, yeah. then the person can then hear the rest of the words, the other person, I'm guessing? Yes, then they would be able to hear If the you don't get it yeah, right. Yeah, I mean. yeah, okay. Yeah. So here we go. So here's the first board game that we're trying to guess board game, okay? So the first word I'm going to say is lens. Chad. Darwin's Journey. Man, Chad is good at this. <laughs> Very even, good. He even hit a fake buzzer on the table. <laughs> it's an ish buzzer. <laughs> yeah. I also had species, seals. And Charles. Okay. All right. Okay. So okay. good. Okay. Chad, good job. Thank you. That was my example. Easy one. Though. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair, Fair enough. enough. Okay. Now, I, I'm going to emphasize you must be precise with the game. Okay. With the title. With the yeah. title. Okay. So you have to hit a subtitle as well okay. if it has a subtitle? Uh, yes. Okay. 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 Power. Knowledge. Oh, um, Terra Mystica. Are you buzzing in? Oh, I'm buzzing. Terra Mystica is incorrect. Mm, sorry, Richie. Mine, races, trading post. Gaia Project. Good job. Sorry, Richie. I was, you I was, there. I was there. there. You yeah. were there. Yeah. Yeah. Buzz a little too early. Okay. Next one I got is... I also got to think of games that he likes, because that's what I imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. All right. Hole. H U L L whole company dinging John company no mm. shoot out nope none of the words will have oh, the, yeah okay. yeah I know what it is now damn it expansion what were the first two words I whole whole okay, yeah H U L company yeah mm-hmm. expansion Oh, um, you got this. You, Indonesia? Yes. Indonesia. Go. Very good. I also had rice and then mergers. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So two to one. Yep. Two to one. Mm-hmm. Okay. You would have been, you might have been uh, tied if not for the premature. But, you know what? <laughs> I should have realized we should have done it that the earlier you buzz in, the more points you get. Oh, I'll yeah, have yeah, to refine yeah. the game for okay. a future. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good. Good idea. <laughs> Link. Age of Steam. Mm. <laughs> 
I tried to get the. Well, we, I forgot. We're not even playing by the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. He didn't finalize that rule. He did not finalize that rule. Just talking about that rule. Richard, you're back in. Otherwise, <laughs> develop. Coal. Ding ding. Brass. Lancashire. The next word was pottery. Uh, well, I guess I'm technically already out, but yeah. uh, Brass Birmingham. Yes. yes. That's, you know, that's why I was like, it has to be precise. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, you know, hey. You hey. Know, so hey. That's, yeah. Okay. You should have known because he, he can't say that anyway. Okay. So. <laughs> that's true. Right, we just got, we got two more here. Okay. okay. All right. Noble. Date. This one might be a tough one here. Caravan, raid, two-player card game. Oh, um, Targi. Yes, Targi <laughs> is right. All right. I said that was a little tough one. That, mm-hmm. that one was tough. All yeah, right. Chad said it earlier in the so, episode. That's the only reason it popped in the <laughs> mind. Well, and yeah. then you said two-player. Yep. Okay, yep, yep, yep. All right, last one here. Okay. Dice. Travel, player, powers. ding ding ding, voyages of Marco Polo. Mm, sorry, Chad, that is incorrect. The last two words are contracts and jade. The voyages of Marco Polo too, but uh, I think there's uh, there's Marco, more. I think it's just called uh, Marco Polo. Got to be exact. I don't think it's voyages. Yeah, oh, sorry. Just Marco Polo. All right, Chad is our winner. Yay! How many points did you have? I don't know. It had to be a tie game at that point. All right. Always fun to give the listeners some fun there on that last. So, yeah. All right. Maybe, yeah. I'm sure everyone did I'll refine this game and we'll, yeah. Yeah, We'll we'll, get back to you on it. I mean, you're you're a map designer now. That should be something. Yeah. Let's let's not go back. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) Well, hey, uh, Punch Punch, you know, if you're, uh, if you don't want to sleep on the couch, I mean, let your partner take the pigs. Uh, (laughs) That's the moral, and we don't we 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 do not discriminate. If you listen to us, we don't care which way you fan your cards, but just take care of yourselves and kind take of care of we each care other. We care a little bit. Okay. <laughs> we, we care okay. a little bit, but All please right. take care of each other. All right, everybody, have a good one. Thanks for listening. Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise. 